like faps. <laughs> robot, you mean robot faps? Yeah, robot laser dick faps. That's when you beat off to um, fax machines. <laughs> <laughs> what the film roll podcast? No, no. We are back again today talking about. No, this oh, no. is not the film roll podcast. This is not film roll. Oh. Are you simple? So, I, I don't know how not to host. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That's okay. That's okay. GTF out. GTF out. Let me try it again. Okay. Let me try it again. Let's, let's, let's give him a second. Okay. okay. Try, you, can, you can guess host. Oh, the from a podcast. No, no you it's a different podcast. No, it's a different one. I can't. You're, you're, I can't uh, you're, on, you're on our podcast this time, bitch. Yeah, you're being a real. <laughs> you are so effed. <laughs> All right. Let me show you how it's done. Okay. Welcome. To yet another episode of Idiotsyncratic, where Horrible. what we're talking about today is all that matters. Nothing else in your life matters more than today's episode right here. Right here, right now. Am I right, boys? Mm-hmm. Boys? My name is Alex, and I'll be your host for today's episode. And I'm joined by Justin Little Homez. Look out. You and, better watch it. And his brother from the same mother, Aaron Little Homez. We're twins. Twinsies. Yeah. And just in case you didn't realize it from that terrible bit we just did, Aaron is host of that wasn't the, a bit. the Film Roll Podcast. <laughs> yep. How's it going, guys? Hey, man. Glad to be you? here. Which, by the way, if you haven't, go check it out. If you like movie films and stuff like that, it's a cool little podcasty with- uh, That's right. Justin's Ju- on my podcast. Justin's also on it. <laughs> and Alex has been on it multiple times. Fan I've been favorite. on it before. Fan favorite. Fan favorite guest. Mm-hmm. Friend, like, of the, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Alex. <laughs> yes. But now you're on you're on our podcast mm-hmm. today, you stupid bitch. You yeah, better the, watch the it. The tables have turned. They have. Oh. I, I don't know. I've I've never been on somebody else's podcast. Just mute before, him. So He's being an nice. asshole. Can you mute him, please? Uh, it's you all should, the way back there. You shouldn't have responded. Let me go ahead and reach my arm all the way back here. Actually, it's um, <laughs> fucking Mr. Fantastic is over. <laughs> because because of this setup, I had to move our our setup out, uh-huh. and so now on the camera, this is the first time ever. You'll be able to see the board or part of the board. Oh, mm-hmm. the edge of it. Yeah, so that's a little bit of a behind the scenes behind stuff the for you guys. Yeah, enjoy it because you'll never get another one. It feels less immersive for me now. Uh oh, broke the fourth, broke the fifth wall. Yeah, the fifth. And wall. if you if you if you're ever gonna watch any episode on YouTube, watch this one because the way that the camera <laughs> puts me all the way in the background, it's the he's best. a little person. <laughs> We're totally like elfing it up over here. Yeah. Welcome to Hobbit Syncratic. <laughs> Go watch the YouTube now. Now I see this little tiny Aaron boy in the background. And nope, not in the background. He's in the exact same area as we are. He's right. just he's just tiny. What are we talking about today, my man? Okay, on today's show, we'll be getting into water titties. Water titties? Eat shit cable companies. That sounds aggressive. It is. And fireproofing. Yeah. Fireproofing. Yeah. So try to guess what we're talking about before we mention it. And mine. I know for sure is like impossible to guess. All right. I'm I gonna, should make them easier because it's almost not fair. I'm going to venture a guess real quick. Okay. Girls swimming and. And. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's so all I had. That's it. I mean, nope. there's a chance. You're way yeah. off. I was waiting for you to say, uh, of course, that's the correct answer, but. No, that's really stupid. I said it was hard to guess, and you just went exactly with basically what it was. I thought it was going to be hard. I thought you were you were trying to trick me. I'm trying was... to not reprimand you so hard right now. I thought you were talking Where's about my... water bras, because those are still a thing, apparently. That that would be a closer guess, like those little things. that the, It's like an insert. Mm-hmm. Seal skin water bras. But it still stays warm, and girls will put them in the, girls will put them in the, in the freezer, mm-hmm. and they have, they have cold boobies. It actually has nothing to do with titties. Damn it. So. Then why is there the word titties in there? You'll figure it Don't out Don't get me later. all excited. I hear titties. I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. I hear water and I'm like, oh, where? I don't even know why I named it that. I don't even like it's saying thirsty. titties. I feel like it's vulgar. Well, I say titties? boobs. Boobs? Yeah. Breasticles? Titties. How does that make you feel? I feel like titties reminds me of like it's if a, in the 80s when people went to titty bars. It's, it's so like. It's a hard T. It sure is it's a hard T. Titties. <laughs> Wait, who's, who's is who's? Eat shit cable companies. That's Justin's. Well, who's the angriest person here usually? Okay, so <laughs> it's going to be a rant about cutting the cable. Mm, actually, today it is not a rant. It's oh. actually pretty hopeful. Okay. And hope filling. I like hope. I'll fill your hope hole on today's episode. Well, my hope hole is pretty big, so we'll get episode ready. Episode four, Good luck. a new hope. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in that hole. I'm going to fill it up. Episode four. What a coincidence. It is episode four. Oh my God, it is. Oh my God. A new hope hole. <laughs> I think we just found the episode title. <laughs> a right. new hope hole. Yeah, episode four. So Aaron, hole. fireproofing. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing it's just literally about fireproofing. <laughs> it's actually he doesn't about, know how this podcast actually, works. It's actually about the uh, 2011 film Fireproof. Oh, what no, a shitty movie. Okay. Since, uh, since apparently uh, conspiracy theories are really big on your show, they're very popular, I'm going to bring in all oh. the facts and figures of 9-11. Oh. He really doesn't know how the show works because you're not supposed to actually tell us what, it, what it's about. Oh, well, that's you're supposed to keep us guessing. That's what's going to happen. Welcome to Idiot Syncratic, Aaron. <laughs> nice to have you. Oh, actually, and Aaron also figured out um, that there is one specific thing that you have to do in order to be on this podcast. What is it, Aaron? It to be really quiet, though. But, uh, can he's opening it. his water, taking a drink. Oh, God. Right into the microphone. I was listening to the episode to the last week's episode today, and I was like, "Wait, there's one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, it's just a thing, then. Okay." We never do that, Aaron. What are you talking about? Do that all the time. I like how you put your coffee over there now, so you don't. Have yeah. To place it down. So okay, I figured out. Do- We're not going to try that hard to not make stupid noises. We're drinking coffee, okay? We're drinking. I already drank. My although coffee. last episode, and I think. I think it was more evident on last episode because we were we were a little sloshed. I'd say by the end of the night because we, oh, we yeah. were drinking wine that episode because <laughs> wine. we didn't we didn't do it a Sunday morning. We did it a Monday night. Monday night, which and is wine night. It's wine night. I mean, you could drink wine on Sunday too. Jesus did. <laughs> what a great argument there! <laughs> I don't do anything unless Jesus did it too. I don't know if that's biblical. That's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, we uh we drank wine that episode, and he was a man, <laughs> I, and he was doing it too because he also had his wine on the, the the table where we keep our laptop. So I've now stopped putting my drinks on the table to try and prevent me from uh gulping this mic down my throat. Can you guys shut up? I don't know. Can I'm we? trying to host here. It's hard for me as it is. Oh, no. <laughs> no, damn it. Again, he just it's reset. Hard, it's hard to turn it off. It's hard to turn But before we get into those interests uh, that sound like they're going to be a ball, let's go ahead and recap last week. Justin talked about family romance. The company, not incest. The company. Oh, not Game of Thrones. Yeah, not Game of Thrones. They're so. talking about uh, Mr. Tokugawa being your dad. Yeah. So, for like 20... Tw- 20 or 12 years, which, what For was For a hefty it? price. For as many years as you want. As many years no, as you like, want. No, but like, what was the, well, oh, like well, his longest relationship was like with the, with the girl for like 12 years? Oh, like yeah. That? So um, I think the little girl is, she's probably, she's under 10, closer to 10, I bet. Mm-hmm. And since she was able to understand what a dad is, he was her dad. That's so I would say six, seven years, maybe, maybe a little bit more. But he was her tall son. Just imagine. Being a fake dad 
and getting paid for it for almost a decade. Yeah, and Andy par- does it for free. <laughs> Zing, yeah. So yeah, because uh, he's fucking your mom. Whoa, shit! No. Wait, y'all are explicit, right? Let, let me go. We are explicit. Okay, good. YouTube kids, uh, <laughs> k- uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Junior. Um, so yeah, so this guy also, he's probably gonna be her dad until she's old enough to grow up and read this article to realize that oh my god, <laughs> until she's listening I know that guy. right now. This is how you Wait. come. This is how you come out to me. I knew that guy. Wait, he's that guy. He's that person's dad too. Oh, we must be sisters. <gasps> what, what did I say that? Um, uh, you're gonna see the same person in like thirty people, thirty other people's like <laughs> yeah. photo, family on, photos. On their yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's gonna be family like reunion. it's gonna be like those people that keep the pictures of the people in the fo- in the frame and they, they hang them up. It's like that's my grandpa. <laughs> like, like the stock whoa. images. <laughs> yeah, you never <laughs> seen that grandpa. before. Oh, people do that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. It says Shutterstock no, right across. I love it because you go to uh, some Latino house and they just like they have those things where it's all the collages and you're like, bitch, I know you don't know that many white people. <laughs> And there one are black a guy. lot of white people on there. Well, it is Trump's America. And then they throw one black guy in there to make it like <laughs> di- was, diversify it. I was watching. We watched a lot of South Park in the. It was the uh, the Pea Park episode where Cartman was like, "Do you realize that there are there are more minorities here than there are white people?" It was like, so that makes you a minority, Cartman. No, I'm not a Mexican, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Actually, we're taking over. We are. Be great. I told, to. I told Shannon the other day, I was like, you're lucky. You're going to be in there. You're lucky. You're going to be in there. You're going to be in the Mexican, Don't worry, Mexican I, realm. I got you a ticket. I got you a ticket Just in. Straight to Bone Town. <laughs> We're going to overthrow. I tell, I tell Shannon, because I'm half, I'm half white, half Reich. Mexican. So I'm like, no matter which way the world goes, I'm good, okay? <laughs> yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm ridiculously Mexican on the, on the chocolatey inside. Yeah. Uh, but I also have the privilege on the outside. <laughs> I'm doing okay in this world. It's a candy coating of privilege. <laughs> He's an uh-oh Oreo. Of <laughs> candy coating of privilege. And what was, what was your interest for last week, my man? My interest was HD nostalgia. Basically, like, you know, the progression from shitty 8-bit, which it wasn't shitty when we first got into it, which is why it's cool, because we saw it, like, be the, the cutting edge sure. and then grow into what it is By today. today's standards, we the would consider 480p's. it 480p's. I mean, we saw the, we saw the, uh, the, the 8-bit titties. So, I mean... The eight bit titties. Oh, oh. Cust- what, Custer's Revenge or yeah. something like that. You remember that one? They were just like two extra pixels yeah. that come out. I have yeah. no idea what you guys. It's a, about. It's I never a ga- played that game. You never seen that? No joke. It's a game where a you, cowboy rapes an Indian. You literally basically. like beat the bad guys and you fuck an Indian. Yeah, you have All to right. dodge the arrows Amazon. that are coming out. <laughs> Custer's Revenge. Prime. Now I need it on my now. doorstep in an hour. Yeah. Is so, it an app yet? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably is. Right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and what we were saying too, how we we are growing, we grew up in the prime age for to watch our favorite types of games and just the gaming industry in general transition from you know being eight bit little blocky characters and mm-hmm. <laughs> like those kinds of sounds to what they are today. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where it goes. Oh yeah, probably into my brain. That's Custer's Revenge. Whoa, he has an eight bit boner. Mm-hmm. Cause he's gonna he's gonna have sex with that alien, and it's about eight bits long, which is I think that's pretty good. How many oh, how many cubits tall is that's it? That's above average. Oh, it's it's a it's about a how many pixels is that? It's about like four pixels. It's like hey, the that's same a, size as his leg. It's a pretty good boner. That's how big mine is. He's a trip four pixels. Four a, pixels. Hey, and no, what? no. And here's the best part. Whenever they, whenever he actually gets to her. Oh, oh my god, that was an actual game. Yeah. yeah so he's children play. He's this. holding her boob and. 
Her legs are like up because that's how it works, right? Yeah. Her legs are up. She might be floating in air. Mm-hmm. No, he's or holding. He's her. holding her with his giant four bits of four bits of dong throbbing <laughs> love. My magnum dong. Four bits of dong. Oh, and he should also be proud because he must be a. Uh, he must be super virulent because his penis is angled upward, mm-hmm. which means that it's a strong boner. That means it's full. Yeah. You're ready to leak. That's disgusting. Hey, bro. Hey. <laughs> you ready for me? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we talked about on last week's episode. Yeah, that's what we talked about last time. So, uh, with that, without further ado, let's get into some newsy bits of the shit happening in today's today. And I got a good one for you. You want me to go first? Justin, go, go first. first. All right. That's how I host. I'm, I'm really aggressive today. I don't know if y'all could tell. Just get to it. I don't know why traffic pissed me off. Okay, Justin. Traffic always pisses me off. Justin. This has nothing to do with traffic, though. Two accidentally shot at church during church shooting discussion. Perfect. The irony. So this is in Teleco Plains, Tennessee. It, the article is so short, I'm just going to read the whole thing because it's tiny, but it, 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 it's... It encapsulates everything that actually happened. So it says, police say two people were accidentally shot at a church in Teleco Plains Thursday afternoon during a discussion about the recent church shooting in Texas. The Teleco Plains Police Department says elder members of the First United Methodist Church uh, were meeting for a Thanksgiving dinner around 1 o'clock and began discussing the Texas shooting when someone asked if anyone brought a gun to their church. A man spoke up and said he carries his everywhere he goes pulled the gun out, emptied the magazine and the chamber, and then started passing the gun around. Okay, If you, if you folks have never seen a gun before, here you go. It's pretty check it safe out. now. Once the gun came back around to its owner, police say the man put the magazine back in, recharged the chamber, and accidentally squeezed the trigger. The gun went off, hitting the man in the hand and his wife in the abdomen. He shot oh his wife God. in the stomach. Uh, both were taken to UT Medical Center by helicopter for non-life-threatening uh, injuries. Then why do they get a helicopter? <laughs> this oh, pisses true. me off. Yeah. It's non-life-threatening. I, I'm, I'm, wondering, car. I'm wondering if that's post, though, like if they, if they realized that they were, they were non-life-threatening when they got to the hospital. Yeah, but his wife just got shot in the stomach. Uh, their, names, their names have not been released. I, I, I wish they were so we could you know, call them out by name for how stupid they're being. I know. I getting... But actually, his wife, I, th- I don't think his wife is. So that way they his can wife be is the shit poor. bag. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, wrong joke. <laughs> his wife was just there. Yeah, poor lady. <laughs> I, I was getting really angry and angrier and angrier just thinking about this, and uh, I'll get into why in a second. But then I just realized, like, I just had to laugh to myself. I was just imagining. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, see, it's perfectly safe, everybody at church. See? And, and I was like, oh, oh cool, that's a, that's a gun. Like I guess they are safe. That's he puts a it gun. back in. <laughs> There's his wife. You shot me! <laughs> you shot me! And he's like, "Oh my hand, yeah. my hand!" I shot myself. <laughs> so because of that, nearby schools were briefly put on lockdown during the initial investigation. <laughs> Stop. Active shooter situation. Yeah. I feel so bad for his wife. First of all, she's married to this idiot. Second, she got shot in the stomach at church. While her husband was like the gun expert, basically. Of the group? Yeah, check it out. Nothing to worry about. Ow, my hand. Ow, my wife. This is exactly my wife. what we here at Idiots and Craddock are all about. Yes. Whenever the, are we? Whenever the retard- are y'all? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> whenever idiots are the experts. <laughs> People get shot. That's what happens. That's what happens when, when idiots are the experts. People get shot. People get dead. Poor lady. 
I do feel bad for her, but um, hey, at least there was no. Very good. Point. I had to put an S at the end. Yeah, add, add an S. Very good point. I'm I'm glad no one died. Um, I hope he lost his hand though, so he would have less hands to hold more guns with. Yeah, but man, this just is gonna pour a fire on the whole gun debate thing. Yeah, I. We just need an idiot debate. We don't need a gun debate. We need an idiot mm-hmm. debate. Just keep the guns out of the hands of the idiots. Keep the heavy machinery out of the hand. Keep the air out of the idiots' keep lungs. The, lungses. The sharp objects. Yeah. Slightly cornery corners. Better, better go get that foam. Foam yeah, up those just, corners. Just wrap foam all around. It. <laughs> so there, that's my newsy bit. Um, and I'm actually, I'm really glad that this article is so short too. It was a quick, hilarious read. I was, uh, I was cackling the entire time I was reading it. Cackling. Cackling. I feel angry. You should be. It's very angering. Yeah. Angry ing. This could be used as like, I'm just, I'm not going to get into that right now. All political and shit. Don't take my guns, which actually is a. Obama sold more guns than any other president. <laughs> and he was the one who was going to take them yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we, the voice, so also, we, we did get another voicemail today. I wasn't sure if we would, but it rolled in this morning. Ooh. It is going to be great. You're Wait, going it, so I'm guessing it's. It kind of has something if, to do with if it. If it's related to this, we can go ahead and play it now. If you want, uh, I think you, I think we should wait? save it. Yeah, I want to save it. I, I want I want the camera to see our reactions because oh. it's great. Okay. <laughs> it's such a good one. But yeah. I can't I can't wait. There's my little newsy bit. What you got, my man? Okay, so my stop hosting. I'm hosting. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. What you, okay. you got, my man? <laughs> Damn it! We got to reset him every time. <laughs> he has like a snooze button. <laughs> Let's just push that. <laughs> Let's just put him to sleep. <laughs> All right. So this is pretty. This comes to us from, I guess, I don't know what you'd call it, the Arab Emirates? Maybe not. No, no, no. United Arab Emirates. No, I'm going to be dumb. I don't even think it's that. Okay, basically, an Indian man declares himself the king of an ungoverned land, ungoverned land between Egypt and Sudan. Okay. And he did this via Facebook, (laughs) which I love. As you do. Yeah, and he he uh, declared his dad uh, the president of it okay. for, for his birthday. <laughs> it's so stupid. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love it. It's so wholesome, though. It's like wholesome idiots. I think this is okay. This is this is this is good news. I traveled three hundred and nineteen kilometers to and fro in far desert with no roads to claim this unclaimed land, the land of Burr. To will. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Berto will. Yep. Okay. This 800 square miles of land belongs <laughs> to no country. It is the only place on earth where humans can live and survive, but is not part of a state slash country. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, Antarctica is the other one, but it's shared by all the other nations, right? I don't but know. You, and you can't live there. Not, it's not owned by a nation, shared by nations, but you cannot live in Antarctica. But this one is not owned or shared by any nation and is on the, is on the continent in the Middle East, in India? I don't know. It's in the Middle East. It's right next to Dubai. It's in Dubai, technically. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's in Dubai. Well, it's a part of Dubai. United Arab Emirates, it's all yeah. like that part of... Iran and and nobody has decided to claim this this land. I don't think it's. I don't think it is. I just threw that out there. <laughs> I'll do. I'll, I'll look it up. I got you. 
<laughs> it, it's Google just, Maps. It's just between Egypt and Sudan. That's the only facts I have. Okay. And to be honest, I question if that's factual. Um, I like this story a lot because it's it's very heartwarming and it's like, hey, I, I decided to claim this little country as my own and it's my dad's birthday. I'm gonna make him president. And but this uh this article doesn't say if they're gonna if anybody's gonna honor it, which I doubt they are. It's just funny that he just decided to yeah, do that. Just let the guy honor it. And <laughs> is America there, did it. There, there's a picture of him with a flag that I guess he made his own flag. Oh great. What's the flag look like? And then he's it's crayons. It looks like any other like Arab flag. <laughs> it's not racist. That's a pretty badass flag. He put he put yeah. a lot of work into that. Why did he pour Why did he pour water on it? Um, maybe he's blessing the land. Maybe he's doing like one for his homies. <laughs> his homies in the pen. Um, it is a desert. Now I know why nobody owns that land. Is because it's <laughs> in the a barren wasteland. Nowhere. Yep. It is he a it's a that, hot tundra. He claimed that desert. Well, maybe. <laughs> what What are you gonna do? You know what? What's his name? His name. His name is. is Oh yeah, Suyash Dixit. <laughs> he's he's worse than I am. Suyash Dixit, maybe Dixit. I like Dixit. I'm gonna go with Dixit. It's D I X I T. Dixit. Dixit. Daryl Dixit. Listen here, Daryl Dixit. <laughs> oh my you, God! You do whatever you want to in that land that you own. Build yourself some some houses or huts. His or- little profile file pic kind of looks like me. So it is you. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. Bre- me. Breaking news. It really does look like you, but with like glasses on. Breaking yeah, news. Alex has discovered his own little country that he. What if uh, he's your doppelganger? <gasps> oh, dude, we found him. From now on, you will refer to me as Your Majesty. So, so United Arab Emirates is uh, located uh, by uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, Oman? Oman. Yeah, so it has nothing to do with that. I just kind of threw that out there because I'm stupid. But Dubai is in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, so. but that's so. not what we're talking about. So, is it by Dubai? It's no Dubai is in too far. Is in United Arab Emirates. <laughs> it's too far. Also is too far Abu, away. Also is Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, yeah. Oh, which is important to the jujitsu community. I want to go to. I'm going to go to reasons Dubai I'm not going to get into they, right now. They got badass stuff there. Yeah, pay seven hundred thousand dollars a ticket or something. Oh yeah, they're, have, go to they're this balling, guy's country. They're balling out of control. I have a I have a I have an old professor that lives in Kuwait now. Uh-huh. He like he says he he can see uh, Dubai from his from his house. Yeah, and he says like I've made a lot of friends. So if you and Shannon ever want to come, my my fiance, if you ever want to come, I know some people here. They can put you up real nice, really for real cheap. And I'm like hell yeah. But it sucks though because there are parts where you can't even hold hands with Shannon. You can't kiss her in public. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you hear about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. They'll cut, they'll cut your lips off. Make I want to go, go to the World Islands. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the actual, uh, the world itself, right? Yeah. It's a map of islands. Yeah, that's uh-huh. so cool. People, uh, Brad Pitt has an island. This I is buy an island. This is the kind of shit. Pinchy Brad Pitt. This is the kind of shit where uh, rich uh, Arab men, w- when they have nothing else to do, they just start, hey, I'm going to buy these little sections of island and, and, and uh, shape them into the, no, no, uh, the they world even, map. They weren't even there. They made them. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah, they just poured sand. They yeah. just poured sand until it keeps on going. <laughs> they, they bring those little plastic buckets that you get from Walmart. Like, there you yeah. go. Almost done. Pass me another one, son. Hurry. Hey, hey baby, I need more sand. I yeah. need more sand, please. This, this is an official call to action. Don't go to Dubai. Fly to this guy's new country in the desert. And give me money. <laughs> give me money also. I'm sure, that, I'm sure there, there are people are flocking there already. I'm pretty sure the rent's cheap. 
So yeah, there's no houses. You have to <laughs> build no your own buildings. house. Yeah, you have to build your own building. I'm glad you brought that in. That, that's a that's in a, Adobe Premiere. That's a nicer, happier, uplifting story. Until he's until something happens. To yeah, him. until they kill him for that spot. Oh, oh yeah, whatever they find out, it's actually a king's area or something oh, like God. that. That's where he left Ooh. all. That's where he left all those dead hookers or something like that. It's a uh, it's Coney 2012's land. Is that too Uh-oh. much. I'm sorry. Whoa, Coney 2012 or 2020 or yeah, that's yeah, Coney 2020. <laughs> no, I'm not voting for Coney. His re his re revival. Sanders Coney 2020, calling it right. It's Coney, good ticket, Coney Island. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some interests because I'm feeling interested right now. Are you interested? I'm interested in what y'all homies had to say. You want me, okay? So do you want me to go first this time, or you want to go? How do you want to do this, my man? Okay, since I'm the host, Justin, go first. Oh, damn it. I just always like you going first. It puts me in the mood. All right. We'll get ready for this. My interest of today is Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. So uh, Netflix has given me something I've always wanted for, consu- for consumption. A central for hub. <laughs> yeah, for cum sucking. A central hub where each show slash film is as good or better than the last. But how in the hell do they do it? To nearly every person I know as well. Let's dive right in. I'm gonna be really mad if you still haven't finished Stranger Things. Oh, I did. Two. Okay. I finished it. Okay. Yeah, I finished it yesterday, and that's that's why I went into this because I finished that, and I just started looking at all the other stuff that they have to offer, and I was like, I have heard nothing but great things about all these, yeah. and it's it's given me. I have a backlog list now. Of stuff that I need to get into. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's a great feeling. It's mm-hmm. like okay, well, I will never run out of stuff to watch except for your movies. I'll never watch them. Uh, actually, give me my movies while I'm here. <laughs> Damn it, I should. Uh, they're gone. I threw them away. Uh, so it, <laughs> they're at movie trading company. I'm, I'm actually gonna start a list. I've been meaning to do it, but with an actual notebook because I feel like you know go back to the old medium. Yeah, and I'm just gonna write out shit that I'm like keep saying like oh I'm gonna come back to this later yeah. to watch. Yeah, because so, I always forget. I never remember. I, I'm so glad I found this article too. Uh, after I finished, you know, Stranger Things, and after I uh, went on my binge for new shows to watch, um, this brilliant, brilliant piece from the Atlantic came out, uh, and it. Uh, so what they basically do is they reverse engineer Netflix's uh, how they create their genres. Which they call, I think they call them like mini genres or multi genres or something mm-hmm. on here. But in the multi genre, they reverse engineer them to figure out how exactly Netflix is so good at creating their content and recommending content to you. Hmm. Um, so it says if you use Netflix, you've probably wondered about the specific genres that it suggests to you. Some of them seem just so specific that it's absurd. Emotional fight the system documentaries. Period pieces about royalty based on real life, foreign satanic stories from the eighties. These are actual like subgenres, basically yeah. that Netflix has created. Uh, if Netflix can show such tiny slices of cinema to any given user, and they have forty million users, how vast did their set of personalized genres need to be to describe the entire Hollywood universe? Pretty vast. This idle wonder turned into a rabid fas- fascination when I realized that I could capture each and every micro genre, that's what they're called, that Netflix's algorithm has created. Um, through a combination of elbow grease and spam level rep- repetition, we discovered that Netflix possesses not several hundred genres or even several thousand, but 76,897 unique ways to describe types of movies. They have 
76,000 genres. And th- isn't that insane? That is insane, but I mean, so they should. when you really think about it, all the, all the data that they have, that they can, they have categories and subcategories of things. So, I mean, it, it's not that crazy to think that that's, they have all this, no, no, this but things. But. If you've never thought about it before, if, you, if you've ever just wondered, how, how are they so good at recommending, how mm-hmm. are they so good at creating this? It's because of this. Yeah. They have 76,000 genres. It's not crazy to think about, but it is that they're actually doing it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Because, <clears throat> I mean, we can obviously break down ourselves and be like, okay, not everything is an action movie or a horror movie, mm-hmm. but most things can kind of fit into like horror or comedy. We've, or, and we really started doing it with music too, like math, metal, grindcore, you know. Uh, that Spotify shit's does. Like, Spotify just like breaks it down to, into so many different ca- subcategories. Spotify and, is the Netflix of music. Yeah. So that yeah. shit's annoying though because you get idiots that are like, um, Want to argue with people about what's what? Yeah, I, I agree, but I I do understand and appreciate the idea that things can be broken down to such minute details, mm-hmm. um, and then based on that, those can be recommended to different types of people who will yeah. actually enjoy them. That's <clears> fantastic. <throat> yeah. So there are uh, Netflix is post hard woke. Yes, sir. I wanted. Uh, it was interesting you bring this up too because I actually got a survey. From Netflix the other day, and I went through the whole went through the whole thing of it, and uh, I think they're probably going to bring live TV here soon because they had a, they had a question in there. Would you be more likely to recommend Netflix to your friends and family if they offered local television? Hell yeah! And I'm like, they're going to be late to the game, but oh, it's going to make them, it's going to make themselves re- relevant yeah. again. And then like they also went into like a deep dive into. Uh, uh, the Punisher, which I haven't watched yet, but like they started asking me questions and like, do you like this character? Do you like this character more? Would you like to see this character more often? Mm. Something like that. So like they're probably thinking about like, what can we do to make this the show better for the next season? So. Yeah, and I and Punisher itself is is an anomaly for them because they they've taken a character a side character mm-hmm. from a show and they already had their their entire universe planned well, they out. The, they did the same thing with Luke Cage too. Well, they already had it planned out though, because he's yeah. he's part of the Defenders. Uh-huh. So, but there, uh, but uh, the Punisher, he's never part. He was never part of the Defenders. He's you know he's got his own specific sector, or whatever. But he was so popular that they were like, oh shit, right? Let's make a series about him. Then we then, got then, to, yeah. And that's an anomaly in and of itself. I'm wondering if that questionnaire came out specifically about that to see if this type of thing works. I, I've heard nothing but great things about it, and he stole the show for Daredevil season two, in my opinion. But they have, uh, they have. And these are just some of the micro genres they have. Emotional independent sports movies, spy action and adventure from the 1930s. It's highly specific. <laughs> cult, it is very specific. Cult evil kid horror movies. Uh, Children of the Corn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn, damn. Cult sports movies. Uh, uh, the faculty. Ben, ben like <laughs> no, sports? Ben didn't <laughs> like Beckham. It's uh, a cult movie, okay? Basketball. Basketball. Oh. Uh, ladybugs. The faculty. <laughs> That'd be a fun thing for the film world podcast. We list off those things, and you try and tell me a I'm movie. Try to tell, yeah, <laughs> a movie from that. Here's another one: sentimental, set in Europe dramas from the 1970s. Atonement. The faculty. Uh, visually striking <laughs> foreign nostalgic dra- dramas. I almost said dramas. 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 Japanese sports movies. Mm. Kung Fu Fury. <laughs> Where's my racist button? Yeah, um, they give me a lot of Japanese stuff. Grifty. I'm sorry, Gritty, Discovery Channel, Reality TV. I like Grifty better. Deadliest Catch. <laughs> yeah, Shifty. <laughs> Romantic Chinese crime movies. 
Old boy. Crying or crime? Crime. Mm. Old boy. You know, like the March of Crimes? Romantic crime movie. <laughs> March of Crimes. Mind-bending. ISIS crimes? <laughs> Mind-bending <laughs> cult horror movies from the 1980s. Halloween. Don't a little psychological. It's all of oh, them. Okay. Yeah. Dark, suspenseful sci-fi <laughs> horror movies. The Thing. Yeah. I say that, yeah. The original. Mm, the video. The no, the video Fuck game. Fuck you. The video game? Yes. Yeah. No, the thing from uh, Adam's family. <laughs> when, you're, Gritty sus- when you're one guy would start shaking and you have to give him a med pack so he'll calm down. <laughs> there was a game about this? Yeah. yeah I didn't know thing. that. It was the best game. What was it was on? It? PlayStation? It was, it was scary as shit, too. Yeah, PlayStation 1. The original? Think? 1 or 2. I, I want to say it was on 2. two. It might have been 2. Because I remember playing it late at night. Gritty, suspenseful, revenge westerns. Django. Oh, is, oh wait! Is this is, is this like the list of like they they brought out the like you could put these codes into your Netflix your Netflix search bar and you can just see all the movies that are in that? Oh, maybe what, I think that's what that's what this is. That from. might be. I don't. I don't think I saw that Hold anywhere on. in in this uh, this article. This article, but I uh, count maybe. six bullets. Uh, I count two guns. Violent, suspenseful action and adventure from the 1980s. Superman Returns. Um, I'm just kidding. Time travel movies starring William Hartnell. It's gotten down to specific actors too, right? Romantic Indian crime dramas. Like Bollywood Indian? (laughs) I hope so. Exactly. Or like uh, American Spirits. I was thinking The Raid, but they're not Indian. They're uh, Filipinos, are they? What are they? I have no idea. (laughs) Bangladeshians. Um, Racist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I need my racist, but I'm sorry. Uh, Evil kid horror movies. Did I did I do that one? Was that one? No, no, that was cult evil kid horror movies. This is evil kid horror movies. Did you see the movie uh, uh, Little Evil? Mm -mm. It was great. It was like it was basically like Trouble and Little Evil. Sounds shitty. It was like it was basically like The Omen, but like comedy wise, and like he marries this girl, this woman, and like the 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 baby is obviously. The devil Damien, incarnate, right, yeah, yeah, it's gonna okay. be Damien. Yeah, but like it's hilarious because like the he like doesn't want to be evil. Yeah, so like, but he's <laughs> so born he to be evil. So he's just trying not to be evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> it's vi- great. It's great. Yeah, it's it sounds movie. good. Check it out. Visually striking, goofy action and, 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 and adventure. So that would be anything Jackie Chan, maybe. Racist. Yeah, only Jackie Chan. But it's goofy. You know, he's 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 goofy. Where's my racist button again? I'm sorry, people. Oh, no. British set in Europe, sci-fi and fantasy from the 1960s. I don't. I don't watch movies from the 1960s. I don't. They? Dark, suspenseful gangster dramas. I think we get the picture. No, I'm not done. Okay. Which would be True Detective, and then the last one, critically acclaimed emotional underdog movies. Are you sure you don't have 30 more? Oh yeah, I just need to scroll down. I have forty-seven more. Um, so yeah, that's just those are just a few, just to show you how uh, ridiculously uh, in depth they get with these uh, micro genres. Um, so continuing the article, it says uh, they capture dozens of different movie attributes. They even rate the moral status of characters. When these tags are combined with millions of users' viewing habits, they become Netflix's competitive advantage. The company's main goal as a business is to gain and retain subscribers, and the genres that it displays to people are a key part of that strategy. Members connect with these genre rows uh, so well that we measure an increase in member retention by placing the most tailored rows higher on the page instead of lower, the company revealed in a 2012 blog post, which is that just makes sense. It's common sense, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just put it up higher. Um, 
but this is the thing: it's that a lot of these other companies aren't doing stuff like that. They're yeah, they're, they're they're just taking the common sense a- aspects and just putting those front and center. You know. Yeah. Here's the thing: that freaking the reason I love Netflix, even with their all original content, is that. So me and Natalie were talking about how Natalie, with, with Natalie movies, who? Natalie and I, Natalie, who my love, wife, they know who it is. My wife. I mean, his wife. No, it's not. So. Um, I'm starting, sorry to the, all the film role podcast listeners, but I'm starting to feel like, uh, movies might not be the best medium, you know? And I feel like, get out. No, but no, I, this is our podcast. Oh, so <laughs> you get out. I like, I'm starting to really like series is more. I'm with right? you on that. Mm-hmm. But I wish that they were as big as movies. So I was thinking like, if you could have a series where every episode was a movie, but it didn't have to be like so, all encompassed as in a movie. So you're saying they should Game of Thrones everything? I think yes. Game of Thrones is is it's the so perfect indicator expensive of that. to make, and exactly. it, it takes as long as a movie to make. Yeah, it. give it, the people what they want. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that in I mean, just look at how the culture has accepted Game of Thrones. It's the biggest show of all time, and, and the reason people are flocking to Netflix is because of this customability. Because we're it's you know the the powers that be, the people who put the money into things. They always, uh, they looked for the, what the masses are into, because that's where the most money is. And, you know, because people like us who love movies are going to pay the money to watch the movies anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't target, you know, their, uh, their data to us. They target it to the mouth breathers who are, you know, they may or may not sway to go see that movie. Knuckle dragging dolts. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But Netflix is like, hey, let's just give the people what they want, you know? Yeah, it's genius, and um, they need to keep themselves relevant too, because they're starting to go down as far as the streaming is concerned too. Yeah, we're it, finding ourselves watching more Hulu than uh, anything these days. But I feel the reason for that, and this is the worst thing about it, is that the industry is starting to move back toward a channel mm-hmm. aspect. So then. Uh, these individual networks are starting to pull their content from Netflix and Hulu and whatnot, and st- and they're starting to create their own streaming service, which completely negates the entire premise of having streaming services right. to yeah. begin with. That's the shitty thing about this. Pe- these these companies are trying to cash in on this amazing idea that people love and people have been used to, and try to create their own for just because they're because they're idiots, they're stupid, and they're greedy. And it's just gonna it makes me want to boycott their content. I agree. Whenever I think it was NBC that announced they were about to start pulling their stuff and create their own service, and it's like, okay, no, see what, you later, NBC well, content. I won't be watching you. That's what the NBC All Access or the is it NBC All Access or is it CBS All Access? One of the one, one of, the of two. those. Yeah, but like they, I, there's a show on there that I want to watch, but I, I'm not going to pay an extra eight dollars just to watch that one show. They no, have other shows on there. So what I'm going to do is once that season of that show is done. I'm just going to get the 30 the 30 day free trial and just binge watch the show and then I'll be like, okay, there we go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, or borrow right. the disc set from Justin. He's not going to buy Star Trek Discovery. You're right. You don't know. Yeah, I'm just not gonna, I'm just not going to watch their content. I I don't feel I'm not going to pay extra money for it. Uh just to watch the, what did, what did NBC have? NBC had The Office and Parks and Rec. As much as I love those series, I will not pay NBC monthly. Just to rewatch those series, right. I'll just go out and I'll just buy the DVDs yeah. right, if I need to. If that's really what I need, or I just won't watch them. See, I'll as just borrow them from Justin. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I'm I'm not I'm not the best about movies, but I'm great about TV shows. I have a lot of TV shows. So you're saying there. if I had if I gave you some of my DVD sets, you would watch those? I'd probably watch the shit. Yeah, out he of would. Them. Yeah, okay. I call them Justin. Bu- How do you feel about Justin heroes? Buster? About, like heroes? I did like heroes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I haven't those. seen it in a long time though, but I probably need to go watch it. But still on Netflix, so you can just watch it. Justin's yeah. like the library. I come over here to borrow books. <laughs> like and, the library. And, and borrow my movies and too. Disc sets. And this is so that's that pretty much wraps up the article. Just showing kind of how they utilize the 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 data, the, the data, data, the, the logistics, logistics, the statistics to hone in on the right micro genres for mm-hmm. the right people. And because of that, I strongly, strongly believe that they are also incredibly effective at hiring the right talent to utilize this data to create some of the most mesmerizing works of art. That I've ever had the pleasure of coming across. Um, yeah, they're just as, they're getting out of their own way is what they're doing. They're yeah. letting the people who know what's what. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're picking the right people. They're they're giving them the data, picking the right people, and say run with it. And yeah, do what you do, baby. As sad as it as sad as it is to mention House of Cards, one of my favorite shows of all time, arguably one of the greatest Netflix shows mm-hmm. to ever put them on the map. ever come out of it. Yeah, it absolutely did, and it, it spawned the whole idea of, of uh, Original uh, binging, content that and binging, boys. yeah, <laughs> yeah, Alleg- <laughs> uh, allegedly, um, allegedly. And uh, what we were talking about, earlier, Stranger Things, yeah, Ozark. Have you guys seen Ozark? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's mm. brilliant. Uh, Gerald's Game, the the article I wrote, Mine Hunter, Geraldo. Oh my gosh, my- if that if that doesn't get any any uh, nominations, it's, gonna it's be ridiculous. In- yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, uh, Daredevil, of course, and Jessica al- Jones, and also just like just like other streaming services like Hulu. If a show's in trouble, they will buy it so that they continue. They can keep it going. Black Mirror, Black Mirror, yeah, that's on here. Also, uh, season three, yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, season three had uh, San Junipero, which is the one, a, a Oscar winning or an Emmy winning, yeah, uh, show. One I of mean, the greatest episode. episodes of TV in general mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. So uplifting. Uh, they even have original animes, which they are do, all yeah, good. With Jaden Smith, I haven't seen all of them, but they're all good. They yeah they and they also have um, shows with um, uh, companies in different countries like Narcos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It Did, just just made in partnership and Narcos is basically ninety nine percent Spanish too. And it's I, I there are yeah. Americans here that I know that are watching them that don't speak any Spanish at yeah. all. Yeah, and also don't forget they 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 with the new the new season of Stranger Things they introduced their own Stranger Things after show. Too. Oh, they did. Yeah, I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. So, so they have an after show now. Yeah, they're yeah. just moving so into you, all these other. You get to like know the characters. Yeah, like oh, they actually the bring them in, like how they did on uh, Talking Dead yeah. and everything. And uh, after the Thrones, uh, yeah. Or, yeah, after the Thrones, things like that. So they did that with that. You can actually set it up in somehow on the. What I have to actually have to go to Netflix.com and everything. Set it up. You can have it set up to whenever you watch an episode of Stranger Things, the episode that corresponds with that, the after show will play after that. That's insane. <laughs> That's great. I don't re- recommend that though, because because uh, the binge culture. I think they have like some spoilers and from the very get go. Oh, I think he said from uh, the corresponding episode. So yeah. like yeah, episode but in one's... episode one, there's. Uh, I think you have to watch like just for specifically season two. I think there's a which I think that that's all they have, but um, I don't think it goes like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh well, I think just the the well, the does. capability to do something. Because no, like, they talk about overall like the whole thing on, oh, the, okay. on the very first episode. You I, know? I think the the capability to do something like that is is yeah, it's cool, mesmerizing. Yeah, saying. that's that's awesome. Watch out um, for spoilers, peeps. Of course, Master of None. Mm-hmm. Unanimously, hey, uh, it won it, 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 it for uh, for writing. 
which is great. Girl Boss with my boy. That's Aziz. I'm sorry. And they canceled it. They can't. Yeah, they canceled Girl Girl Boss, but that was great. Even it. Even though Netflix has this weird thing where a lot of their originals are really bouncy and mm-hmm. giddy and stuff, and I'm not a big fan. I hate Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I hate oh, that show. It's the best show. People love it. Yeah, and it's oh, it's cool. You know, it's a little too it's so funny bouncy for me. But that's kind of how Girl Boss is. Yeah, bouncy. Um, and I couldn't get into Girl Boss. Never forget uh, the show that swept the nation, Making a Murderer. Yeah. Oh yeah. It turned Never everybody into a fucking lawyer. Armchair lawyers. Yeah, we had some idiots. We did. So uh, Shannon, who loves shows like that, refused to watch it because everybody else was watching it. <laughs> but it's there's a reason everybody else is watching it. It's great, Who's Shannon. Right. My, my wife, oh. my fiance, my fiance. It doesn't work that way. Cats. This is what you sound like. Your, your cat's giving me like the death look from across the room. Oh yeah, he hates you. Oh, actually, this will be the first time I've ever used this soundbite. That's him. That's how much he hates oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> First time I've ever used that. So, um, did you record that? I did. Yeah, I put him up to the mic and squeezed his cute little Billy. Um, <laughs> you kill. You hurt him. No, I didn't hurt him. That's just the sound he makes. You he makes him. that sound all the time. It looked more sexual than painful. <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "Oh I said, yeah." Oh meow. So I know there are a lot of shows on here that I'm missing that are fantastic. Netflix has also put out some pretty shitty shows. I uh, Iron Fist. Um, I hated Thirteen <laughs> Reasons Why, but a lot of people loved it. Oh yeah. But the point. Uh, the point is. They are so good at making so many different shows in so many different genres that are actually really good that they just excite me to no end. So just rounding my interest off, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely excited when I hear of a new Netflix property and adore the fact that we live in a generation of easily accessible media from a single source. Even though the landscape is moving back toward a state of fragmentation in channels, I still trust that I'll always have Netflix to turn to, no matter what. Right. They just raised their prices too. They did, yeah. Which that's I, what I'm. Uh, I'm okay. Be, uh, and they they stated the reason for doing that is because they're creating so much new content. Personally, they need your money. Personally, I'm okay with it. I would be okay paying them thirty dollars a month for their service. That's I, way too I much. would pay way more for cable that that's has true. that has less things that uh-huh. I like. Even though Netflix has less properties than, of course, than TV does, mm-hmm. I like more of their properties than I like of traditional TV. I've told you about my setup before, right? Or have I, DirecTV Now? My DirecTV Now, because I have, with that, I have access to all of the other streaming services, like the on-demand services that they have. So I can log on to like Fox Now, FX Now, things like that. So if I want to, I can go back and I can watch it yeah. there too. So that's pretty good. I mean, I have, I have multitudes of, of streaming services that I, yeah. can, I, can, I can watch. I, how, how much is it again? It's uh, $40 a month. I get uh, 60 channels plus HBO. So like I have access to HBO yeah, see, Go bad. with that. Is uh, Fox Sports 1 on there? Yes. Mm. Did, we, did he just convince you? No. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you after the show. It's pretty good. So, pretty nice. um, yeah, man. The I missed the day where uh, it was basically just Netflix and then you know Hulu was coming on the scene. It was like, oh, cool. Another streaming service that I could kind of get into. But again, this fragmentation and this whole new channels thing – Eat shit, cable companies. Stop being greedy and stop pulling your shit from a single source that everybody uses. 
I also just want to uh, comment on how when Netflix first came out, I thought it was the stupidest idea ever. Did you you're, really? You're gonna mail me fucking DVDs. People still in do the that mail. too. You know? Oh that? yeah, they they still have that around. It's. it's uh, so I think it's. I think it's still actually like 25 percent of their market still does d- mailable DVDs because they so have weird. because they have new like new release DVDs still there still That's on true. there. Yeah, and if you if you look up uh, or I if know. you're on your computer and you're looking up certain movies or shows or whatever, it'll it'll tell you that it's not available for stream, but it's available on DVD. Yeah, they're newer and you know. Oh, that's yeah. weird. I had. I, I remember. I, I still see people at red boxes when I drive by. And, yeah. yeah. I remember. Doing? I had because I had the uh, the two the two disc mm. plan. So whenever I was binging, uh, back in the day, binging, yeah. I was binging uh, How I Met Your Mother. I had it worked out to where I could send him a DVD and I would get the next one the oh next day. Oh. It was oh. great. And if I missed a day or if I like mailed it the next, the whole thing was just messed just up. Collapsed. It took me like a month to get to get back on the cycle. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm so thankful for for Netflix just existing in general because mm-hmm. again, it has changed the landscape. As we know it, and it has made us so spoiled, and it's it's about time we get spoiled with stuff what is like life? this. I tell my dad, it's like, Dad, because I because I was the one who told him about it. I was like, Dad, we need to get this Netflix thing. <laughs> this he, Netflix yeah, thing. Yeah, and he was like, what is it? It's like, you get DVDs in the mail, and you can watch them as long as you want. Like, you can hold them as long as you last. want. And it was like the stupidest idea. So we got it, and we started, he's like, this is great. Let's do this. And what, what we did with that, because we had a three DVD one at one point. So like I had Damn, my own movie. I had my own movie. Dad had his own movie. <laughs> and mom had her oh. own movie. And we had it just going. There you go. We had it going. But like I told we him. We didn't see each other for I, three I, years. <laughs> I told him, like, Dad, why didn't we buy Netflix stock at the very beginning? Oh, yeah. Did you know? Oh, do, you always, know do you yeah. know how much it was? What they opened with? Mm-mm. What they're opening? Uh, uh, OPI or whatever it was, ten stocks for three cents. It was like it was like sixteen dollars. Really? Yeah. <sighs> per share, it's like buying per Apple share. stock. Yeah, you know? buying Apple stock in the nineties when yeah. it was really failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought pear stock. Mm. Pears, pears. So um, there, there, there's there's my interest of, of the week. Netflix, uh, thank you for all that you do. Honestly, keep upcharging me if you want to. I am. I'm go- not going to pay thirty dollars though. I'm I'll sorry. do it as long as you keep putting out quality content like that. Over and over again, I will pay you almost as much money as you want me to. I, I am I am your slave, Netflix. You have roped me in, and <laughs> I will not be let go anytime soon. And just so you know, idiots, uh, this is a unsponsored plug by Justin. We oh have, yeah, I should we have not received any monies yeah. from the Netflix. Let me go but, ahead. Oh, and, should I talk about MoviePass? I have. <laughs> No, I have the uh, Netflix jingle on here. They actually paid me to use it. Um, I can't find it, but uh, yeah, this is like sponsored. Netflix, Netflix watch there you what go. you want to watch. Yeah, yeah. Ba-boom. That's, that's it. That's a that's a jingle, right? And that brings me into my interest. No, it doesn't at all. But that's okay. Perfect segue. <laughs> So it's funny things. you mentioned Netflix because I want to talk about water buffaloes. What? <laughs> actually, before I get into my. Interest, I need to go ahead and introduce the birth of a new soundbite because it's going to be important. We just made it bef- right before we started the episode. Yeah, so happy birthday. Possible bro science is going to be my disclaimer that will probably get thrown around a lot. So why don't you tell us what that is? Okay, so basically, if you don't know what bro science is, if you ever heard a dude bro telling you something that may or may not be true that sounds like science it's bro science like mansplaining no it's different that's <laughs> actually i think it's it's kind of like it can mansplaining, be mansplaining, mansplaining mansplaining science mansplaining can be bro science but bro science isn't technically bro-splaining. mansplaining 
Okay, so for instance, um, <laughs> I'm just going to think of one, okay? So it's like, like you'll just hear a guy like talking and you'll be like, you should never eat mayonnaise after you bench press because it lowers your testosterone. Oh, God, like I stuff like hate that. that and I hate Maybe that. if it's been out in the sun for a while, yeah. But. Well, yeah, it's common sense. Yeah, yeah because vitamin D gets absorbed into the mayonnaise and then when you eat the mayonnaise after bench pressing, it raises your testosterone. Bro, oh. careful. Also, man, it never goes bad, too. So. Bro, careful. It'll suck out all the creatine from your dick. Yeah, exactly. Possible, bro, science. All right. Now you guys know how you that works. You guys understand what there bro science is now? We just learned something new today. So oh. does that go along with your, uh, with your, your interest for today? Or? Yeah, Justin actually guessed it. Water buffaloes? It's about sucking creatine out of your dick. <laughs> is and it? titties. Yay! Yay! Finally. Give okay. me a high five, tiny Aaron. All right, so yeah, my interest for today is about creatine because um, creatine shits, (laughs) creatine shits, stuff like that. Always sunny, stuff like that. That's a real thing. It is. Is it though? Is it? I don't know. I've never taken creatine. We'll get into that. Bro, science me. Yeah. Okay. So bro, science. It it also goes in. Oh shit. He had one. Your computer is so much bigger than me though, so I can't really do it. (laughs) He's right. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. You have to you have to step on it. You have to step on the button. I'm okay. Matt Damon from Downsize. <laughs> okay, so um, at the gym in the sauna the other day, I heard some people bro sciencing about creatine, mm-hmm. and like I've been experiencing this for a very long time because uh, I I used to take it like even when I was in high school. And you hear like all kinds of weird stuff. Like people hate on it a lot, and it's weird because it's like the most studied supplement. Mm-hmm. Like there's the most peer-reviewed articles of science on it, you know, but there's still all these uh, keyboard warriors who want to hate on it even in 2017. So it's kind of crazy. Uh, I'm just curious, like as you guys, you know, you guys who don't really know too much about it, what are some stuff that you've heard? I'm just curious. About creatine? Yeah. Like I, used just, to, I used to take it when I, when I would lift. And did, did you hear anything about it though? Like, was it never ever taste? No, it, like, it, my my, you know, Greg, my buddy Greg. Yeah. We actually met Greg at the baby shower. Mm-hmm. He um, he's a personal trainer, and so he gave me my regimen and whatnot. And he also, to get me started, gave me this giant ass thing of creatine. You always see creatine in those giant things. There's never like a little thing of them. It's yeah. only the ones that people make, but they well, always come in now, these huge but, things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he specifically gave me creatine. He, he said, I think he said, take it. Before and then, like hydrate after or whatever, but it's supposed to be good for the the tears in your muscles or whatever. And he he's a per, he's a, a personal trainer. He he went to school for this. He has a degree in it, and he recommended it to mm-hmm. me. So I'm going to trust him on that because I don't know shit about working out or creatine or pro, or protein. None of that. I don't, I don't right. know anything about that. Yeah. Well, so ne- never anything bad on my end that I've heard. Well, I've heard a lot of stuff over the years, varying from it'll give you water titties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, I get it now. So, like, it would give you boobies? And then, like, if you, it, it makes you gain so much water weight that it, it'll make your pecs not hard anymore. They'll look like balloonies. Have you Balloon-ish. heard of anything like that? I only heard of it's like it makes your it makes your dick smaller. <laughs> there you go. That's p- possible. Possible, mm. <laughs> There you go. I love this sound. I heard it's bad for your kidneys. Um. And then just that it doesn't work in general. There's all kinds of, you know. It's a myth. There's all kinds of naysayers. Like the female orgasm. <laughs> Never yeah. found it. But, Never found it. I mean, it drives me crazy. Um, 
They've been studying it since 1832, by the way. This has been around since, since 1832? Well, well, it's a natural 18, substance, it, yeah, right? It actually exists naturally in your body. Your body makes oh. it even. Yeah, so what is creatine? Creatine is a nitrogenous, nitrogenous, I'm gonna go nitrogenous organic, <laughs> organic acid derived from the amino acids glycine, arginine, and methionine. And what amino acids Name are, if you don't. You know, if you don't have a degree in microbiology, amino acids are just the building blocks of protein. Um, you know, when broken down into their amino acid forms, they have a very, very wide range of uses in your body. Sounds sciencey. I, uh, I'll, I'll Gymine, thymine, nitrazine. Yep, you got it. Building blocks of America. Yep. Of America. And um, yeah, there's actually. Uh, it's in your skeletal muscles mo- mostly. There's a little bit in your heart, brain, and testes, but like barely any. Yeah, but it's it's in red meat. It's in eggs. It you know it's a natural thing. It's not steroids. Oh, that's another thing. People, Is that like, another? Oh, that's another thing that like stu- like I used to get sometimes. Uh, when, when you know you're 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 trying to work out and stuff. You you you're doing you're doing your swole and stuff. And people are like, oh, what are you what are you drinking there? Like, oh, creatine. I'm like, what's that? Steroids. <laughs> Why is it the first Possible. thing? That- <laughs> <laughs> it's not even bro science. It's idiot science. Why? Why is it the first thing they go to? Like, uh, oh, hey, is that hey, this is my first time ever meeting you. Uh, what are you taking? Illegal drugs, you junkie? What are you, Barry Bonds? How presumptive! How presumptive of you to think I'm taking steroids? You dickass! How, how presumptive! But yeah, so what? What creatine does basically is it, um, it increases ATP in your muscle cell. Which is the molecule that is energy. It's basically like an energy molecule. It's like an electron mm-hmm. for your buffness. Um, and like it does actually draw a little bit of water, which is like where all the all, the, all the water weight stuff comes in. But uh, it just you know temporarily makes your muscles fuller. There's all these studies that'll tell you about the the numbers of the increases, and you can. You know, if you're interested, you can check those out independently because, I mean, I always say do your research because all the studies will be, uh, some of them might be shitty, some of them might be good, but there's thousands upon thousands. It's literally the most researched supplement of all time. And it's like across the board that they increase lean body mass, that they, they being creatine. Oh, I should also say they that creatines. creatine monohydrate is the specific form that is mostly has been researched because um, now there's a lot of other forms, but I mean, it's, it's pretty much like seems like marketing ploys. It doesn't mean they don't work. It's just that they haven't, they don't have all the science backing them like creatine monohydrate specifically does. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. So increased lean body mass, boost strength, can help with endurance. Um, all those good things. So what does, what does it do? What does it do? I just said. Also, where are those water titties at? The water titties. They don't exist. It's a lie. So it's just idiots. Idiots being idiots. So wait, it doesn't give you water titties? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. So it's, then how did that lag get started then? I've been using it for a long time. Just because it. it you said it, it naturally it, draws water, more yeah, water, right? it draws water mm-hmm. in. 
into your muscles. I bet you it's just stupid, dumb, lazy ass idiots who take who have been to, they started taking creatine and they were working out, but then they got lazy on working out. But they and were they like got real titties. Yeah, but and, and they were like, you know what? I'll just take the creatine. It should naturally uh, help me lose weight. And they just kept taking creatine without working. I bet you that's what happened. So they started getting flabby. The creatine naturally draws the water. Boom. Man boobies. Yes, that brings up another good thing that I hear a lot is that um, creatine causes stomach discomfort. And it's basically what you just said. Upset if, tummy. If you're an idiot and you, just, you don't drink it or you don't take it as directed, it can't hurt your stomach. If you take too much of it with not enough water, because like we just said, you know, it does draw some water in, yeah. then you could have some indigestion in your you bellies. Tums. I think I was doing it wrong then. Crush those thumbs up and snort them. You were snorting your creatine? Straight up in there. I'm not a doctor, but when you're loading creatine, you should just pour the powder in your mouth. No, you put it up your butt. Oh, like a rocket. I've heard that too. Awesome. All right, you guys are learning some here. You guys are learning the right way to take your creatine. You got you to gotta crush it up and snort it. Yep. And uh, let's see, what else? It's okay for women to take. Um, if you want bigger water boobies, yep. take, if you want take creatine and don't work out. Draw some you water into your water bigger boobies. boobies and you don't have the money, creatine. Get you a big old jug of creatine. Yep. So the literature shows that you should have four ounces of water for every three grams of creatine. Mm-hmm. That's creatine monohydrate. So if you're getting tummy owies, it's because you're probably putting like two ounces of water and a little tiny bit, a little sprinkle. Wait, no, a lot of bit of the so creatine whole, monohydrate. So a whole cup in this bottle, right? That's disgusting. Yeah. That's a, what is that like? That's like mud sludge, basically. Yeah, yeah mud a whole sludge. Cup in this bottle. Ew. No, it'd be like Just grainy. In there. Ew. Okay, so okay, is that a good indicator for creatine? If it's grainy, you don't have enough water. Mm. Or do you want it to be grainy? Because you're I think a it man. Depends, it depends. <laughs> it depends on the type. On the type of it, you know, uh, yeah. creatine moder- monohydrate doesn't really dissolve super well. So like I, you know, you can stir it up and then just chug it like that. But if it's like super grainy, then yeah, there's not. A, there's definitely not enough water. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall, you should drink a lot of water. You should be hydrated. You, you know, drink water it, in general. Yeah, yeah especially if you're working out. Um, not just if you're doing cardio. If you're lifting, you know, all these things are dehydrating. They're drains on your body, and you should drink more water. If your pee is yellow, more water. If your pee is brown, flush it down with a, a, with a little bit of red. You got a problem. Oh, that's that's good. You that's might, how mine. My, Mine looks like a. If you feel a burn on your head. Mine looks like a a strawberry banana snow cone. Did you see the Mm. picture of the guy, the the boxer down in Mexico, Mm. that he he uh, did a a a piss test right after right after a uh, a match? Oh hell! And it was beet red. Oh my god! Because he got hit in the kidneys. kidneys All that match. Yeah, it was bad. I was like, that guy's gonna die. You just turned me off of boxing. Okay, so another one is that creatine causes cramps, muscle oh, uh, muscle cramps. Oh wait, another myth. Yeah, another myth. Oh, okay. And uh, I have no idea where this one came from because mm-hmm. it's completely out of the blue, and it's literally the opposite. Uh, there was a study done on NCAA football peoples. Oh, sports ball. Yeah, athletes. <laughs> those athletes. Athletes. Athletes, yeah. athletes, and Ugh, those golf they players discovered athletes. that creatine users had significantly less cramping 
heat, illness, or dehydration. Uh, muscle tightness, muscle strange, eh, strains. <laughs> muscle muscle strange. strange. Ew. Doctor strange. That's when you pick up a girl at the gym. It's muscle strange. <laughs> Alex, you going out there getting some muscle strange? Checking out the talent? No, I'm not. <laughs> Hit that bro science. You just bro science this. When I'm in the gym, I'm all about the gym. I'm not about the ladies because I'm married. You're about the gyms, the guys? His wife. His wife. No, I'm, I'm about what's, what I'm, what's my next set. That's all that's in my brain. I'm about them gains, son. And uh, my next point about creatine is um, a lot of people today will say that um, you shouldn't take supplements at all because everything that you could need... You can get from food. It's already in your body. That's what you think. Yeah. Is that a uh, is that a bro science right there? Um, it's not my opinion. I mean, it's I mean, it's really a a matter of personal preference, you know. But uh, to me, okay. So some people do go overboard with supplementing. It's called supplementing because it's supposed to supplement your What's like what you your eat. Body. Yeah, what you eat. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, I mean, certain things, if you're working out, most people don't want to be slower with it. I'm like, how do I say this? Like, no, no if, if you had a, if you could push a button and it would say, would you rather get faster results or slightly slower results? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would ever hit the slower results button, you know? Mm-hmm. So supplements are just supposed to kind of like bridge the gaps of like what you're missing in your diet. So creatine, for example... Yes, it's in meat, but you'd have to eat a ridiculous amount of meat. See, I think it's something like, uh, actually, I pulled it up somewhere. Man, this was hard for me because I, I was looking at so many different sources and stuff because I didn't want to say anything. <clears throat> you have to eat an entire water buffalo to get. That was lies. All that, that creatine. Water titty buffalo. Yeah. Cretins. Creatine cretins. We should call water titty uh, pushers creatine cretins. Because it sounds like, it sounds like these people are just fat and lazy, but they think taking supplements and creatine and not working out is going to be good for them. And then when they finally get back into the gym for their New Year's resolution seven years later, the first person that they talk to that they see drinking a sports bottle of creatine, they tell them, hey, you probably shouldn't do that because it made me fat as shit. Yep. They gave me water titties. Exactly. Or they didn't even try it ever. They just heard somebody who was buff say that. And so then they use it as common knowledge. And that, that you know you know why that guy was buff who said it? Because after uh, 23 years of sitting on his ass and being fat and having water titties and drinking green tea and but not working out, finally got back to the gym, is super angry because he's a middle-aged man who uh, his life is going nowhere and his kids hate him. And he just works on those on those machines and he's just benching and he's squatting all the time so he's getting ripped because of how angry he is at how at the at the cards that life has dealt him and he's also dumb so everybody he meets he's like don't do that creatine shit because it made me so fat my wife left me that's what's <laughs> happening here that is what's happening just the next time you talk about me right in front of my face can you not do it on the podcast <laughs> you but your dick. wife didn't leave you though I know none of that actually happened. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to be cute. Okay, no. Fat as shit. That's what you are. So I found it. Uh, while naturally occurring in meat, uh, it, okay, so meat, red meat, beef, tends to have four to five grams of creatine per kilogram, which is 
2.2 pounds. So you would need to eat 10 pounds of meat per day if you wanted oh to get. Oh my god! If you, if you wanted if you to, want get, to equal the what creatine gives you, challenge yeah. accepted. That's why it's called supplementing. 10 pounds. Bring it on. Bring it on. What am I, the flash? of red meat per day. And I bet you I bet you also these freaking morons who are taking creatine but not working out are also like, you know what? Let me try this 10-pound thing out a day. Let me see if I can actually do it. So they're eating 10 pounds of meat a day. It's probably fried up bacon and drinking creatine without actually working out. Yeah, the real underlying issue is um, people who are just literal idiots you know it goes back to my hey it's okay to say that you don't know something yeah like literally do your research you know and don't just take what one person tells you you know look for if i mean you don't have to go and read every single study what's the general consist consensus and out I, there you know I, I think the best indicator of that too is don't ever take advice from the guy or ask the guy for advice at the gym the biggest guy that you see there that's grunting as hard as he can, like it's hard for him to get out of bed and he's got a slip disc or something. Or, or the one who uh, who just leaves the weights lying around or who mm. drops them really hard yeah, after those he's are done all, deadlifting. All of them are assholes. They're all assholes. And the only reason that they're so huge in the first place is because they have so much anger. They're not smart people. They don't know the the keys and the tricks to, to getting bigger quickly. Quickly, mm-hmm. They just have anger issues and they're stupid. So they they spend all their time there at the gym. So don't ask them for their advice. Because and don't listen to me either. They're pl- okay, don't ask them. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Yes. Go out and try it. Try it for a little bit. Everybody's body is different. So That's true. That's another big thing. It might be great for me, and it might not be so great for you, but you have to decide that for yourself. And also, don't just regurgitate what I'm saying to somebody else as if it's fact, because then you'll still be just as stupid as those other dudes that Justin was just talking about. So... <laughs> So Alex, I'm lose like 30 pounds in like two weeks. How do I inject creatine straight into your dick? <laughs> just straight in there. As hard as you can. I want you to inject it as hard as you, you can. You need to go to Venezuela and get some of that ephedra and just take that and just lay in bed all day. No, nah, dude, just eat good. 10 pounds of meat a day. No, put teen, inject 10 pounds of meat into, <laughs> into your, yourself. Into yourself. The meat oh, will <laughs> the meat will take it. Take the space of the fat, uh-huh. and then the fat will just go elsewhere. You'll poop it out. No, just oh. inject six abs of beef into you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, craft your own body, people. And that's all I have to say about creatine, fellas. Creatine cretins. Creatine yeah. cretins. Stupid so, idiots. It's your boy, creatine cretins. That makes me so mad because those are exactly the type of people that you, you're talking about. The ones that don't actually know what they're talking about, but they're so broed out and raged. Mm-hmm. And they'll argue with you about it no, all day. Bro, no, bro, check it out. Here's my photo from seven years ago when I was fat as shit, when I looked just like you. Yeah, look at me now, yeah, bro. Yeah, but look at me now, bro. Look at me now. And he's just dropping the weights as hard as he can. And he's not wiping down the machines, but he's like real nasty and drenched in sweat. Yeah. And he smells like a, like a, like a damp uh, sock. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> they have an alarm like for people sock. like that at my gym. <laughs> They do. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's terrible. A lunk alarm. <laughs> a lunk alarm. Mm-hmm. So if, any, just, if anybody drops is dropping weights or just making too much noise, I'm like that. I'll be like, Woo! oh, good. Yeah. Planet shame, Fitness. Everybody shame go. them out of there. Planet Fitness. Right now, fifty cents to sign up. What? I might sign up. Where do you fireproof though? Hmm? Oh, oh, what a yeah, what a good segue in the years, kind of. Segway. They call me Segway Soto. <laughs> It's his middle name. All right. Sigui. I don't even know how to broach this. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. This uh, this uh, subject. 
if you could call it a subject, I guess. Oh, it is a subject. So <laughs> it happened. It's the greatest atrocity that's ever happened. Okay. Ever. So, fireproofing. Aaron, tell us how your interest has anything to do with fireproofing. Did you know that four weeks before 9-11-2001... Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> there was... And away we go. There was fireproofing done on the specific floors that were hit on 9-11. Just those floors? Only those floors? They were in the middle of of working on it, Uh but the ones that were completed first were the floors that were hit by the planes. Hmm. What's the name of those floors? Those are... I'm going to pull it up. (laughs) He's got the floor numbers. Floor 13. (laughs) Floor 13. He really is prepared. Hey, is it... I I heard this thing once where um, in some places they don't have a floor thirteen because it's unlucky. Yeah, so it's twelve yeah. fourteen. Yeah, Weird. it's like the number four in Japanese culture. It sounds like death. So there are a lot of companies that will skip from three to five. Like OnePlus. Oh. OnePlus is a, a big phone manufacturer. They had the OnePlus three, and then they had the OnePlus five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. So in World Trade Center one, floors 90, uh, 92 through a hundred were completed. Mm-hmm. And on World Trade Center 2, floors 77, uh, basically uh, 77 through 97 were completed. Just there, there were some little breaks in there. And those were the two that were hit. Yes. And the planes exactly hit right where, the, where it was done. Hmm. So there's... Were they being completed the day that... Uh, on 9-11? Hmm? Were they still being finished up on 9-11? They would go in there at night. And they would also have the floors closed okay. off during so, that time. Okay. By fireproofing, were they setting up controlled demolitions? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and just... <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and play that real quick. Let me show and, you uh, something real and, quick and, and, and you know what? Your job today is to get me to move over from certified idiot to kind of an idiot to not an idiot. Okay. Let's see if you, can, okay. if you can make a 9-11 truther out of me. This is a photo of oh, an actual photo. steel beam... From that floor, okay. Is there jet fuel on it? No, there's no jet fuel, and that's the problem. Tell me why. <laughs> tell me why problem. this steel beam is sheared like that. Maybe because a plane hit it. That steel beam was clearly filed down <laughs> <laughs> by a plane. By it. George W. Bush. With a I'm file. Get into that too. Oh my god. Okay. 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 They right. brought so, it into the building inside of a birthday there, cake. There were trace amounts of what they call thermite oh, found thermite. at the scene. Okay. Oh, you know cre- what, creatine. Do you, do you know what thermite is? Yeah, it's creatine. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes you shit. It gives you explosive shits, right? Yeah. yeah. So thermite is basically an aluminum oxide explosive. Okay. And what it does is it's basically super heated. So, whenever so they found thermite at the scene at the scene right. okay did you know that the fire burned at 9/11 for 12 at the ground zero for 12 weeks because there was molten steel in the basement of the of the World Trade Center really yes they put water on it they they drenched it but it kept on burning because of the thermite melted the steel thermite confirmed uh i don't know enough about thermite to dispute that but uh Okay. I don't know enough about any of this to dispute <laughs> anything. I, I mean, I Jet was alive. Jet fuel burns at between 800 to 1500 degrees. Okay. Steel melts. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we have that drop. Steel melts at 27 
2,700 degrees Fahrenheit. But isn't jet fuel like an accelerant when it comes to... As soon as it's burned, it's gone. Jet fuel? Yes. Hmm. As soon as it's gone. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give you one of these. Kind of. Okay, getting closer. Getting okay. closer. That's a good sign. Um, so people said like that it was because of the fires is what brought down the buildings, okay? Because it was weakened. The steel was weakened. Mm. So it was just like basically it was going to fall anyway. There was a building in April uh, 3rd, 2012. Uh, it's the tallest luxury building in Siena. It uh, burned for 29 hours and did not fall. Hmm. Did a plane smash into it? Plane did not smash into it. Mm, maybe but that it, has something to do with it. But it possible burned. impact. It burned basically to the uh-huh. to the frame. I didn't I, fall. Okay, so my my instant rebuttal to that is: if a plane didn't smash into it, then it's probably not a good side by side comparison because I feel like the impact from a gigantic metal flying object going uh, what is it? 2,000 miles an hour. I don't know how fast. Really fast. Really fast, slamming into a very, very, very tall building close to the top. It's. I feel like it's almost as if, you know, you kind of throw an object into a, a a pile of Jenga pieces. You know what I mean? In the during the construction of the World Trade Center, they did structural. Uh, uh they had structural engineers come in mm-hmm. to make it resistant against plane impacts because mm-hmm. what happened back in the day with the Empire State Building mm-hmm. where it got hit by the by the smaller plane. Okay. So they had it built to withstand a impact from a 707 because that was the largest plane at the at the time. Okay. Okay. The the planes that hit the World Trade Center were 747s. Now, it's well, actually uh, What's the difference? It's actually just slightly bigger. But it's actually mm-hmm. lighter than a 707. Damn it. <laughs> I think he's converting me. Okay, can we go okay. ahead? It could have had more velocity. Oh yeah, did trains? Uh, did trains? Did planes go that fast back in the day? Also, when this cruising speed of a seven hundred seven, which is what they tested it for, okay. is eight hundred or six? Or sorry, six uh, six hundred and seven uh, six hundred and seven miles an hour. Doesn't even break the, the sound barrier. But what's pathetic. the crashing speed? The cruising speed of a seven four uh, seven sixty seven is five hundred and thirty miles an hour. Oh shit! Okay, is it possible that the terrorists? Made it go faster because imminent, you know, they were trying to. They're yeah, because they're all hyped up on halals. <laughs> Where's my racism? <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you know, speaking to the terrorists too, did you know that they actually found one of the terrorist passports three blocks down the street from the World Trade Center unscathed? Yeah, because he threw it out the window as he was about to crash. Yeah, roll it down, chunk it out like the cops are after you. Yeah. Saying, okay, and that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm gonna go right back to. Certified I'm sorry, it, it that that passport argument it, it threw me back over the edge. Okay, okay so I now <laughs> I'm, I'm still not a believer. But so how many how many buildings fell on 9/11? It was uh, it was the 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 two uh, twin towers, mm-hmm. but the the uh, the Pentagon was also hit, right? Yes, it okay. was. I don't know. I don't think it fell. Did it? No, it didn't fall. Okay, but that well, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about well, how many buildings in New York fell? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know anything. There were three buildings that fell on 9-11. Three. World Trade Center 1, World Trade Center 2, and World Trade Center Building 7. You're trying to tell me that they were what? triplets? There were three buildings that fell. Hold on a second. Is this an Area 51 thing? Maybe. 
is World Trade Center Seven supposed to be World Trade Center Seven, or is it? No, no. There, there are oh. actually there's actually multiple World Trade Center buildings in that complex. Oh, okay. But the, but there's one and two where the main. Where well, the how two did that one towers. fall then? How come we didn't hear about that? It also fell it because of fires hmm. in the basement. Okay, okay. So if there were other ones. There, there have to be at least seven, right? If it's, if it's World Trade Center seven, uh-huh. there have to be at least seven. Yeah. Why would the terrorists skip three, four, five, and six? Why? W- how come the other ones didn't fall? Because <laughs> here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> He's good. He's brought his shit. The, you know, what was also in mm-hmm. uh, World Trade Center seven. The documents that were uh, incriminating towards the mayor at the time. Oh God. The actual, the mayor's actual emergency center. So he was supposed to be there. Two. Well, this is all going down, okay. but he wasn't. Was uh, <laughs> damn it. Okay, <laughs> but uh, so so this this conspiracy permeates all the branches of government. Then, oh yeah, including this whole this whole thing. The, the mayor, the this, municipal this whole, level. This whole thing was yeah, municipal. Hmm. The whole the whole thing actually. That seems uh, like a bit of a stretch to me. American businessman Larry Silverstein, uh, in June of two thousand and one. I love that band. Uh, I was going to say that. In June of 2001, signed a 99-year lease on the World Trade Center complex, specifically putting in the insurance uh, claim against terrorist attacks. Okay. Did he, did he uh, inherit the building beforehand? Did he, did he buy no, the building? He, did he, he, bought, come he, in? he bought the buildings like way before. Way before. Uh-huh. Okay. Were there any sort of insurance policies that were Oh, yeah. He had, he, an, he had insurance policies before, right. beforehand. Well, you Okay. Closer, okay. So after, but but, but if but. you buy a giant building in New York City, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the things you got to check off your list, you right? Know? Right. But he specifically put in there terrorist attacks, and he raised the premium on it as well. Yeah, you're not gonna so, not have terrorist attack protection. So a volcano is coming. I can sh- I can sell you volcano after nine eleven. Whenever all the dust settled, not to be. <laughs> Oh no! Not to be insincere. Okay, I also want to say this is this is not to be insincere to all the people that died that day. Okay, okay yeah. I am here to, to <laughs> I am here to to wake up the sheeple. Okay, because <laughs> I'm only kind of an idiot sheeple. right now. But after the after all the dust settled uh, on 9/11, Larry Silverstein was a, was awarded 4.55 billion dollars. Okay. So one did billion you, dollars. Did you get this from Loose Change? I no no. This I I started thinking about this like a few years after. So I was like fucking like twelve years old. I was like something doesn't add Something's up. Something's up. I actually so, read a I actually read a book called A New Pearl Harbor before I even watched Loose Change, and then somebody brought me on to Loose Change, and I watched it there. Basically, everything that was in A New yeah. Pearl Harbor is in there. Well, the premise of Loose Change is to follow the money trail. Yeah, and. They're saying uh, the the premise for that is that the what happened on nine eleven was some sort of insurance scam, mm-hmm. s- something to make rich people more money. Is well, what, is that's the premise of? I'm not saying I support that, but that's the premise of Loose Change, the documentary. I don't gotta dance. The, I make money moves. Well, the, also the other the also, shoes. also the other reason for for nine uh, eleven was to give America a reason to go to war. Okay, now now you're now you're saying that as if that is the if, as if that is true, true blue truth. Ooh, yeah. Why else would we have gone to war with terror? My 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 meter is starting to move back yeah. the other way. Why don't you go ahead and sway? Keep swaying me. Keep, for, for oh, keep keep telling you some yeah, facts keep, here. Keep, keep swaying me because it's about to go back to certified idiots. Okay, nowhere. let's talk about let's talk about the Pentagon. Let's talk okay? about the Pentagon. The most watched building 
in the world. Okay. Okay. Most surveyed, f- surveyed mm-hmm. building. Multiple okay. cameras all around. Well, you're telling me that I got eyes on it? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's got eyes all over it. Um, and the only shot of the plane hitting the side of it is a shitty um, video cam- uh, uh, security camera from a, uh, a gate that they had to open, a security gate they had to open. Mm. And it was eight frames with three frames missing. And those three frames were of the actual plane hitting the building. This is the only shot we have. That does seem a little suspect. Okay. Why would why would they not show the plane hitting the building? What is this? I'm not because I can't see there them. was no plane. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. What could that this, mean? This keep, is, keep 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 me interested. Um <laughs> or is it because it's it was actually taken on someone's Motorola razor and uh, it looks like a razor video. <laughs> Okay, so um, duh, 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 duh. this was the impact hole. Uh, two, uh, t- uh, sorry, you didn't you didn't see the picture there, Alex? But that's the only the only frame that we have of the actual plane hitting. Yeah, it looks like Motorola Razor yeah. footage. Yeah. So this is the impact hole. Uh, three rings in to the Pentagon. That's what's left over. Okay. Okay. It's a very small impact. Hole. Okay. Now I happen to be an expert on impact holes. <laughs> Damn it. And that looks suspect as f. Okay. Look at look at this as well. I know this is these are all terrible foot ter- terrible pictures, but I mean nice going th- two thousand one. This. <laughs> oh, I can't find. Wait, it. that's the actual conspiracy. We couldn't get good photos from two thousand one. That's a good right? conspiracy, actually. I'll, I'll I'd give you a not an idiot on that one. Um. You can kind of see what the uh, actual impact looked like there. All all that's happened was like a small section of the building fell down. Oh, okay. okay, so that's that's what actually happened. That's what actually happened. That's oh, what oh, that's what it looked like. Oh, there's your problem, Aaron. Uh, it says nine eleven truth dot org. That's where you got this photo. <laughs> okay, from. so the question is, where are the wings? Where are the impact from the wings? <sighs> Damn it. Kind of. Okay. Mm. You're getting me yeah. closer. You're getting me closer. Again, there, you know, as, actually, as a impact expert, I can honestly say that that does not look like a deep impact. Actually, I, I'm going to say- There should be wing holes. For that, I'm going to say- Not. Okay, so where, where are the wing impacts? Yeah, where's because the outline of a coyote's it, body? It, it wasn't a plane. Okay. What was it? Thermite? No, it wasn't. Okay, so- <laughs> the, Throw the thermite at it. The-, the uh, the radar, whenever that showed the plane coming in, uh-huh. okay, the pilot could not even pilot a single engine Cessna. Okay, I'll bring okay. that up right now, too. So apparently, this guy. You mean the terrorist pirate? The terrorist pi- pilot. Oh, I said pirate. pirate. Sky so pirate. The, the, the terrorist, he took the plane from 3,000 feet and did a corkscrew 360 degree downward level with the ground. And then smash into the building. That sounds like something that an inexperienced pilot would do, though. He was he didn't he did touch, it by he didn't touch the ground. He was able to skim in just above the ground mm-hmm. and smash into the building. Hmm. Mm, that is kind of suspect. Okay. There was no wreckage of the plane. Of the found, Pentagon plane. Of the Pentagon plane. There was only small little pieces. I could have of sworn it. I've seen photos of that. Small little piece. Oh, this photo of a little piece that's sticking outside of the building. Yeah, that was the exact photo I saw. Because the thermite burned it up. There's no. There was no thermite found at the uh, at a uh, Pentagon. Oh yeah, Pentagon. but you forgot that. Nuh-uh. 
Okay, so <laughs> you forgot that. Also, that particular side that the Pentagon was hit on. Okay, that was the next scheduled to be uh, blast proof. That oh, it was okay. It was scheduled to be bla- to be to be fireproofed to be re- reinforced. Now uh, hold on a second. Got some breaking news. Breaking news from Go for uh, Snopes.com all the way back in two thousand and one. Yeah, when this conspiracy theory came out. The claim is that the damage to the Pentagon on September 11th was caused by something other than a hijacked Boeing 757 being crashed into the side. False. The rating is false. This is Snopes. Now, well, Snopes. I mean, if John- you, it's on the internet. It means it's true. <laughs> Shit. That's a good. John Snopes himself says. John Snopes. Uh, you know nothing, John Snopes. Actually, you know, I'm not going to read this because it looks like it's uh, a few pages. But I see your photo there. I also uh, let's see. Uh, uh, there, there's uh, specific questions. Uh, You'll remember that the aircraft only hit the ground floor of the Pentagon's first ring. Can you find debris of a Boeing 757-200 in this photograph? And that's the photo you're showing me. It says... Or even this. You can look at this here. Where's, where's wreckage? Yeah. Hmm. Of maybe, a plane. Maybe, the, maybe the wings are detachable. Okay, not it says, even. You'll recall. <laughs> maybe maybe it's mixed in with the with the, building with the wreckage. yeah. That's that's a lot of debris right there. Okay, not even not even wreckage. Let's talk about let's talk about luggage. With, okay, so these were commercial. These so, were commercial. They, okay. These had people where's on the them. panties. Yeah, where's all the, the flying panties? Yeah, you trying to raid them panties? No, hold on, real quick about that. The first photo you showed me it says you'll recall from the discussions above that the hijacked airliner did not only hit the ground floor of the Pentagon's first ring; it struck the Pentagon between the first and second floors and blasted all the way through the third ring, which is the photo you mm-hmm. just showed me. Because the plane disappeared into the building's interior after penetrating the outer ring, it was not visible in photographs taken from outside the Pentagon. Makes sense to me that the plane... That does seem like a possible pen- explanation. ...penetrated the building so you couldn't actually see it. Uh, moreover, since the airliner was full of jet fuel, it melts still beams, uh, and was flown into thick reinforced concrete walls at high speed, exploding in a fireball... Any pieces of wreckage large enough to be identifiable in after-the-fact photos taken from a few hundred feet away burned up in the intense fire and followed the crash. Oh, that followed the crash, just as the planes flown into the World Trade Center towers burned up, and the intensity of their jet fuel fires caused both towers to collapse. Wait, so you're telling me those chonies weren't fireproof? Those chonies were not fireproof. They probably got them from Walmart. Well, hail. Uh, uh, should I go back to uh, kind of an idiot? Because you had me at not an idiot for a little bit. I, I mean, don't know. That sounds. It sounds like the jet fuel, in fact, did melt those steel beams and melted the where, planes. Where? Where's the? Where are the wing impacts though, Justin? Because the wing impact should extend out past to the actual impact. <clears throat> but maybe let not. And, let me go and use my my earballs for this. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a physicist, but maybe wings are too weak to leave a wing hole. Maybe they're detachable. Maybe, maybe. I don't have anything. I, or maybe, I have no rebuttals for maybe, this. Maybe. Let me see. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and stay exactly where I am. Um, not an idiot, or kind of an idiot. I'm gonna keep it at not an idiot for okay. now because Good, I, because I, I, I don't. I also have to talk okay. about Pennsylvania. Is it possible that the length of the wings was the length of this no. hole? Wingspan of a seven four uh, seven fifty seven is five hundred and eighty uh, feet. How many uh, feet is this? I'll hole? give you that. Those, Not that big. Those windows do look like normal office size windows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'll how, show you another how picture. Big Hold is on. The hole, though. 
Yeah. Because maybe where the wings hit, the whole thing just fell down. So that's why there's not. It looked like the where it's wrecked is the entire body itself of the of the plane, but mm. the wings spread go. out way further. Okay. I didn't show Justin that picture. Now, now, Aaron, I have one more soundbite on here that is a slam dunk for you. You'll hear it if you've convinced me. Okay. Look at that one right there. Yeah, that's that's massive. Yes. Where are the wings at? Where Where's the engines? Because if the, the wing engines. if the wings would break off, uh-huh. where are the engines at? Oh, the turbines, Inside. you mean? Yeah. If the wings were to break off, mm-hmm. if the fuselage was the one that went straight through the straight through the building and the wings broke off, where are the wings and all the pictures? Where are the where is the <laughs> So my, my, my Snopes instinct tells me uh, that they burned up in the jet fuel. Okay. <laughs> but, the engines uh, are made of paper. <laughs> Duh. But other than this, that, this is what this is what real planes look like whenever they they crash and they burn. That's what they really look like. That's what happens. Yeah, but did that plane crash into a building? No, I, no, that I plane think, looks like it has a water bottle next to it. I th- <laughs> fake fake news. <laughs> I think the impact of a plane slamming into an what is essentially an immovable object uh-huh. that creates um, a circumstance that we can't see in photos like that. That plane looks like it crashed out of the air, uh, skid on the ground or whatever. But these planes were smashed full force into buildings. So so beat that. Debunk that for me. The crash into buildings? Yeah. I think that's why it's easier for parts of those planes to incinerate because they're being confronted by an immovable Mm -hmm. object and they are slamming into those at full speed. Now, I don't know how planes work. I don't know if you can just step on the gas and make them go faster. But <laughs> if I were a terrorist, mm-hmm. I think, you know, they're going to want to go as fast as they possibly can. Judging by movies, I'm pretty sure you just uh, put your hand on the little slider thing and you just... Mm. He probably Same put his time. terrorist hand on that slider thing yep. and just gunned it. So, Aaron, I don't know, man. I might have to move you back to... Okay. You're making you're making some sense, but I think those I think those wings burned up in the jet fuel, just like the steel beams. I must say that I'm a I'm very gray area when it comes to this whole entire subject because mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of stuff like this that sounds pretty fishy. There's also a lot of uh, experts that argue either way, but it seems like both sides tend to be really emotional when they <clears throat> talk about it. Sure, and it's kind of weird. Um, that both sides kind of have things to say and both sides also say that the stuff that the other people are saying and, is wrong. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, I, I really expected you to come on and we were all just kind of kind of joke around about it, but some of the stuff you're saying, I'm like... It's questionable. Okay, well, where are the wings? Okay. Did you, have you ever actually seen the, uh, the Pennsylvania crash? I didn't the, know there was a Pennsylvania uh, crash. Uh, flight uh, 93, the okay. one that they made the movies about and everything, the ones that, the, that they supposedly... Oh, I feel bad for saying this one, but that they supposedly took the plane down. Okay, took it down. They 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 broke they broke into the the passengers broke into the uh, cockpit and they uh, they took the plane down because apparently it was either going to go to the Capitol or it was going to go to uh, uh, the White House. That was where it was. They think it was going. Oh, so the Good Samaritan passengers. Yes. So it wouldn't. So so they crashed it. Okay, but. This is the impact hole from a 757 plane. Where's the plane, Justin? Um, okay. Um, <clears throat> it's the hole? Then let That's me, the hole. Let me look oh, I up. I see the plane right there. Plane crash. You don't see that mound of dirt? It's obviously a plane. Ground. Yeah. 
debris. Yeah. It looks like the outline of a plane. Come yeah. on, come on, Google, don't fail me now. Um, oh, wait a minute. Would you, would you look at that? This photo that I'm looking at looks exactly like what you have shown me. It looks like the plane itself was completely incinerated. Um, that looks like okay. Well, there's some wings right there. Shit. Okay. Um, it's a seven seventy-seven. I'm gonna go ahead and give you one of those. Okay. Uh, from that, from that hole, you know what they found in that hole? Hmm. They found the personal effects of one of the uh, flight attendants, which included her wallet, okay. which had money inside of it, uh-huh. As they which do. was perfectly fine. Yeah, but it's really she, hard to burn money. She found, they found her identification card for her flight for being a flight attendant, okay. probably laminated. As you know, you can't burn laminates. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> they found all that in there. But in that photo, did you see any luggage? Did you see any bodies? Did um, you see... Again, I'm under the impression... I saw what looked like Dirty Chonies mixed in, yes. I'm under the impression that they probably... As much as I hate to say it, everything was probably incinerated from the... They were able to find 800 pounds of human remains. Marijuana. Left over, apparently. Are you serious? Apparently. Okay, was that crash site cleaned up? Before these photos were taken, I just want to know who yeah. was the asshole who these was were like, the first, hey, these were the weigh all these remains. These yeah. were the first responders' photos, first responding photos on their Motorola razors. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Mm-hmm. It me, definitely raises an eyebrow. Give me your slam dunk. Let's I slam dunk. Let's hear. Oh, this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Do you y'all know where George Bush was? On the morning of 9-11? Was he golfing? My house. Nope. He's just hanging out. Hanging he was out. in Florida in a classroom. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Shit, why did I say that? He was reading to kids. He was reading to kids. And the famous, the famous video of his Secret Service agent coming in to talk to him whispers in his ear, supposedly, this world, we are under attack. The second World Trade Center has been hit. And then? And then he, he continues to stay there. Until midday, and he gives a speech from the school saying, we are under attack. We don't know who is doing this, but we will get them, basically. He stayed there. His schedule was public. The the president's schedule is always published the day before. Uh Of course. Um, George W. Bush is not a smart man. By, no, he's not. No, at all. I'm, but, not talk, but, I'm not talking about George W. Bush. I'm talking about his Secret Service people. The Secret Service, are their only job is to keep the president alive. That's their only job. So if there are planes hitting buildings and the country is under attack and they leave him there, they will yank him away. Oh, you're saying that they left? No, no. no they like stayed that, there. He didn't like go into a bunker somewhere. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, planes were still flying around because we didn't we didn't call we didn't clear the clear the skies until uh, four so o'clock did, that next day. So we didn't know that it was only the, New York that was under attack. Yeah, there were there were other planes that were unaccounted for at the time. Well, seems to me like they did a good job because he's still alive. Because I've been I, Bravo Secret <laughs> Service. Oh dang it! I mean, <laughs> spooky. I, I I was at a I was at a Rangers game one time. Okay, okay. I, and George W. Bush was there. Oh hey, okay. Did you hang he out was, with him? He was he was hanging out there with uh, Nolan Ryan or whatever. And this is what I, it was the craziest thing: a ball went over the net. Okay, mm-hmm. it was it was coming towards them, and mm-hmm. he caught it. 
secret. <laughs> I, there were like nobody around him. You probably saw like one Secret Service guy like standing there around around uh-huh. him. But eight men Appeared came out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere and covered him. That's covered awesome. him. And he was left there at, at a school with a couple agents during a terrorist attack. Hmm. Okay. Not an idiot. This guy. Maybe. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna sit on the side of uh we don't know. Yeah. You know. Um that I'm I'm gonna that de- that does seem really questionable. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's it's I'm, it's I'm questionable. Also, uh, I, sorry. Okay. I also just think that like we don't know what their uh what their game plan could have been, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure yeah. I'm sure So if it were just some if it were just Bush himself, I would I could totally see that happening because he probably didn't know what the hell to do. He was a patsy. But when it comes to the Secret Service, why yeah, why was Unless it? it was planned. Unless they knew, yeah, this is gonna happen today. But I feel like if that was the case, and there and people were called the morning. Like, the people were called the morning of nine eleven. Just random people. Some of them important. Some of them not. Got a random call in the morning saying, "Don't go to work today." Really? Yep. Okay. Well, but that sounds anecdotal. That and I could I could see how something like this could slip to certain powerful people who could then lo- let their mm-hmm. friends know. You know, also from and also again, not saying that it's not it didn't happen, but if. They did plan it, and that was why they didn't yank him out because they knew that he was safe. That seems like a big hole in their planning. Like they orchestrated this whole thing with all these like bells and whistles, yeah. and then they weren't like, "Oh, people are gonna raise an eyebrow if we don't." Uh, the sleaze of you know? the internet. It's like uh, the people who look the most guilty, like act the most guilty, or try the hardest to prove their innocence. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So like we don't know if they had some kind of like contingency plan or yeah. you know what they were thinking, but I feel like if, if they did orchestrate such a masterful, you know, thing, that that's kind of a glaring hole to like hide your innocence, you know, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the Secret Service and to uh, I guess the elite of the world. There I, were there were also multiple war games going on at the time. One of them specifically being that a plane hit a large building. War games. What's that? Well, they they always keep they always do like these different things, like the Air Force, the Navy, the just the Army in general. So like they they plan they plot out like these different things that could happen that could happen, and then they 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 practice the response the response time. Oh, okay, got okay. just like regiment training mm-hmm, regiment. Exactly. So like they just keep them keep them on their toes, keep them. And so whenever they actually heard about the planes the planes hitting the trade center, they were like, oh, this is just a part of the war game, and that's why there were no planes. Shot over to the uh, to to Manhattan to New York and all over there until they realized, oh no, this is real. This is actually happening. That sounds like incompetence to me. Or it could mm-hmm. be. Yeah. It could have been like an inside leak, you know. That and they that the people utilized to their advantage. But um, hmm. I'm still just going to say that. From what I've heard, we so don't far, we, we don't I want we like, don't want this to be true, but no, I I I I, th- I just feel like uh, it's my gut instinct is telling me that it's somewhere in the middle, you know. Like I I feel like uh, it could be true, but it also can't be true. Uh, I think maybe that there was sketchy shit done 
that makes it seem like even more uh, government involvement what there was more than there actually was. So it's almost like coincidental, sketchy shit. Like some of it could have been yeah. co- coincidental, you know. So it's like I don't, I don't necessarily believe that the non-conspirators theorists are one hundred percent, and that the conspiracy, conspiracy theorists, theorists, yeah. And this is just my gut <clears throat> reaction, you know. I feel like the actual truth, which we'll never know until is, everybody's dead, is probably a little mixture of all of it. But, like I said, I know nothing of anything. I'm like Jon Snow, so take that with a grain of salt. No, with a gram of salt. That's Shit. Okay. All the creatine. All right, so if- What are the questions you got? If more? this were the case, obviously the biggest question is why? We needed a reason why? to go to war. Why do we, we need a reason the, to go the to ti- war? The title of the, of the book that I read, The New Pearl Harbor, was uh, it was a document written by a lot of powerful people in Washington, and it basically said- to bring about a new era in America, to bring about war and a new world order, we must recreate a new Pearl Harbor. Okay. Something major, a major event yeah. must happen. So what is this new world order? What does it consist of? What, uh, what, are, what are they trying to work United, towards? The, the United States controlling all the major powers throughout the world. We essentially do already. The United States but of not the enough. world. Not enough. Mm-mm. We're the number one GDP in... In the world, we have the number one military in the world. Not the best. Not until we're the best. Not until we control all the oil. Not until we control all of the. Okay. That's the whole reason why we went over there because we wanted we we wanted to leave our people over there to control the flow of oil coming to us. Hmm. It's dark. It is dark. It's very super dark. (laughs) I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. And I mean, did you know that also uh, uh, FEMA has a number on a, a price on human life? Yes, they do. Because uh, whenever, if we were to bomb a different country and there were civilian casualties, we actually pay them mm-hmm. per the price of human of each human life. Yeah. So as soon as as soon as you put a price on human life, that's whenever people could become indispensable. You mean dispensable? Dispensable. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I hate it. I hate yeah, it. And also yeah, that's, my, that's pretty, okay, my, that makes my, sense. my sign, my, my sign off thing is, is the moment that you start believing our government, uh, start believing our government is when they win. Yeah. But I mean, the opposite could be said about the conspiracies, you know, I, Very I feel true. like you, you just can't believe anything, just taking it off, off the cuff, you know, you, yeah. have, you have to question everything, whether it comes from your government or from. Um, some uh, guy no, telling you conspiracies. Stop questioning your government is when they win. <laughs> I, I think, um, yeah, questioning questioning everything. We should always be doing that mm-hmm. uh, to you a certain question your people to your a certain all. degree, um, because then it becomes a slippery slope. And I think once it becomes a slippery slope, there usually is no coming back from that. And I feel like that's how we get conspiracy theories that involve the planet Earth being flat. Um, I feel like this one. Trends more toward that than this than uh, a sense of reality, but I don't know enough to disprove most of what you said. So based off of that, I'm going to say I don't know. That's fine, and it's okay to say that I don't know. All right, I also want to bring up another World Trade Center seven one two. And if it sounds like we're eating, that's because we are. Yep. And a uh, 2004 documentary with uh, uh, on PBS called America Rebuilds, 
uh, they interviewed uh, Larry Silverstein, the owner of World Trade Center 1, 2, and mm. pretty much all of them as well. Damn. Um, he says in an interview, he's like, I remember getting a call from the fire department commander telling me that they were not sure if they were able to contain the fire in World Trade Center 7. I said, we've had such terrible loss of life, maybe the smartest thing to do is pull it. Now, pull it is a term used in demolition where they were going to go pull a building. Like drop it, basically? Yeah. Huh, okay. Did you know that World Trade Center 1, 2, and 7 fell at free fall speed? Buildings that just collapse don't do that. What speed did they fall at? They fall at a lower because they're, they're having to... they're having to hit different levels, I guess? Yeah. So, exactly. okay, so you're saying that there, there was no resistance no. below each level? It just no. kind of... Just fell on... It's, it's exactly how... Did you, okay, the video of World Trade Center 7 falling is... It, it falls in on itself. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Buildings that just fall don't fall into themselves. They Damn fall it. away. Uh, they fall this way, that way. I was about to over. just ruin my own argument because I was going to say, no, nah, I've seen controlled demolitions that do that. Exactly. And also there were on, on World Trade Center 1 and 2, there were, as it was coming down, you saw smoke plumes coming out, which is what happens in a controlled demolition from the explosives going off and pushing out the pushing out the residual thing. All right, I'm going to go and give you one of these. I think uh, that's <laughs> that's the nail in my coffin. I don't I still don't believe it. Yeah, you don't but you it's don't still ever enough. want to fully believe it. I still It's not I even that don't, I don't want to believe it, but I don't believe it, but I it's just too weird for it to for it to be the case, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that's probably where I'm going to stay with that unless I have a real smoking gun, but in this case, that, smoking, I think that was the closest smoking building. That was the closest thing <laughs> to yeah. a smoking gun that I have. That was okay. For me, for me, it's annoying because I don't, I don't know either way. Because even just the stuff like saying that it fell at free fall speed, you know, it's like, did you have a, a little, a little <clears> cop <throat> gun on it? Checking, checking how fast radar, it was falling, yeah. you know, like what, where'd you get that? And also I've, you know, I don't actually know specifically, but I have heard that there's a conglomerate of architectural engineers that have come out against it and said like, it's, yeah, it is good. It's a, web, it's a website called AE 9-11 Truth. And then, um, so I've heard other people debate about this and uh, when it, the conspiracy theorist, uh, when it came down to like all the, uh, the like, what about the people who are arguing that, you know, that some of the, a lot of the stuff that you're saying as fact isn't even true, you know, it, it, he said that they were in on it basically. Hmm. And I left. That seems iffy to me. That seems kind of. It seems like a, yeah, nu- like a nuh uh argument. Yeah, that's like the, the, well, the government's always lying to you, and everyone who gives you anything other than what I'm telling you is also lying to you. But it kind of also makes sense, you know, if they went such a, if they did like such a big thing, then they probably would also make a safety net of experts to lie in your, in your behalf. But yeah. that, not saying that they did. Though. Yeah. That's, that's it, what bothers me about this whole thing. It just seems that, too extensive, you know. And, yeah. and granted, of course, even if these are the most powerful people in the world, that just, that still seems too implausibly extensive to me. The 9-11 Commission report, which came out in uh, 2003, um, it was rushed. It was underfunded. 
and all of the testimony from people that mattered, George W. Bush, Donald Rumsfeld, uh, Dick Cheney, Colin, uh, Colin Powell, um, that were done in closed rooms, closed, closed rooms, not under oath. And even the transcripts were Excuse doctored. me, why were they not under oath? That's dumb. That's, <laughs> that's really dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Aaron, I think you have made me not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> uh, no, but, the, but uh, it's <clears throat> as, much, as much as I hate to say it, Loose Change probably is the best documentary for you to watch that does put all of the facts out there. Yeah, for you. but I don't even know how far I could I could believe that because the guy who made it just lived in his basement at the time. You know, yeah. he's a he's he's an armchair conspiracy theorist. You know, mm-hmm. I. I, I don't know enough to disprove what you're saying, but a lot of it still seems too extensively implausible for me. But some of it that you're telling me is like, that is sketchy. That's very, sense. that's fishy. Why, why is that the way that it is? And I mean, I was, I was 11 years old when it happened. I woke up that morning and my mother was like, there's a fire at the World Trade Center. And I was like, what's that? I was like, what's that? And I and and then I went I went to the kitchen and I saw on the TV, oh, those buildings. Okay, I've seen yeah. those buildings before. And then right as I was watching it, as a, on live TV, the second yep. second plane went in and I was like, mom, what just happened? And she didn't know how to answer it. And that scared the shit out of me because my parents should always have all the answers. Sure. <laughs> and if they don't know, yeah. <laughs> It's ch- it changed it, it changed everything and like and the fact that there we go okay and the fact that nothing like this has happened since is everyone saying that oh it's the it's the our government doing their job it's our it's them keeping us safe it's the TSA doing their job no it's because we let it happen yeah the nineties the <laughs> were a good time yeah the nineties were a very and, peaceful time and I, a lot of people get mad get upset with me whenever I bring this up but. In in film and the film world podcast, but I would want to. I've always wanted to write an article or a, a, a whole essay about pre and post nine eleven film. Yeah, because you can notice a drastic difference. Yeah, because we're not filming on Motorola razors anymore. Because <laughs> pre nine eleven film was all about the future and it was happy. It was yeah. great. Everything was bright. But after nine eleven, everything's dystopian. Everything is low colors. Everything is. The bad guys are coming this way. That's pretty good. Mm. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll give you the credit for... The proof is in the film. I'll give you the credit for sussing this out mm-hmm. and for... I've been talking about having it. I, any every, every September 11th, I get on my soapbox. Having any semblance of, of cohesion to go along with it. So, you know, here. I thought this was going to be an easy battle, but it definitely... that I. I'm glad that we had you on for this specific subject today. So. And I'll come on from, I got more too. Oh, I'm got, sure. You want to talk about JFK? I got that. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Especially t- with the newly released documents. You want to talk about, you want to talk about Roswell? I got that. You want to talk about a very sensitive one, Sandy Hook? I got that. Wow. Oof. You want to talk about the most recent one? I got that too. Oh my goodness. All right, people. So there you have it, idiots. <laughs> if you would like to have. If you want him back on with more of these. Aaron. Little Homez back. <laughs> That's his name. Shoot us. No, y'all are both. Literally. Y'all are little. Bo- y'all, little are homez. Homez. <laughs> y'all are both Homezes. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a Google voice if you'd like. Mm-hmm. 
Um, comment on this video. Yes. Uh, comment on the video. Yeah. Give us some of these. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> he doesn't love idiot. America. Hey, and he's very receptive to to constructive criticism too, and destructive criticism. Mm-hmm. We make fun of him all the time on the Film Roll podcast. And if you, I make you, fun of him all the time. And if his you're back. gonna go after the whole story, and don't don't just respond with America wouldn't do that, because that's what everyone always says too. Whenever I start talking to him about it, about this uh, about this particular one, America wouldn't do that. And I would I just answer back, why not? Okay, give him <laughs> give him a reason to doubt his own crazy conspiracy mm-hmm. beliefs. Give him some firsthand evidence or proof or or logic to disprove what he's saying. And again, don't I don't just say I, I'm not I'm not saying this from a, a place of hate and non sincerity. People died that day, and it's horrible. But again, the moment you stop questioning your government is when they win. Let's hear some. Let's hear some rebuttals <laughs> to that, people. All right, and there you have it. Yeah. And what's the thread that binds all three of these together? Holy hell! Um, okay. <sighs> okay. Gentrism, that's what steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. Don't believe anybody. Hmm? Ooh, about water titties. About water titties. About thermite. About people telling you how to watch your Netflix. About people <laughs> telling you how to watch your. Streams, your streamies. Yeah, you know what? Yes, because because CBS and NBC are trying to tell me to stop watching Netflix and to start watching their shitty programs, their shitty streaming services. Do do not believe anybody. Good Ooh. one. That's a how good about, one, man. About, I'll, I'll yeah. give I'll give you some robot faps for that. Good do job. Do your research because there's a lot of it. Don't believe anybody and do your yeah. research. We got two threads. We have red yarn <laughs> pinned up on the wall connecting. I all go, these. Carol. Carol. Yeah. Carol. There is no Carol in HR. Don't believe Pepe Sylvia. Anybody. Yeah, I don't think I can come up with a better one than Especially that. Especially Aaron. Yeah, if, this is actually an intervention for your conspiracy theories. <sighs> Everybody, come on book. out. Don't take my books. <laughs> uh, George W. Bush, come on out. <laughs> W. What, what do you say? The tree don't fall from the tree don't fall far from the fruit or whatever. <laughs> Why is everybody keep don't making get fun of again. me? Although he did dodge those shoes very smoothly. Mm. <laughs> I laugh. Okie dokie. Yeah, we actually have some fancy stuff from last week. Fancy some stuff. emails. Do we, do we have voicemails? About this. Uh, we do. We have one voicemail. All right, take it away. Yo you want to go with voicemail real quick? Yeah, let's hear the right, voice email. Let's go with voicemail. Uh, I was. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised to uh, have this one. Um, it is, it's a joy to listen to. And, uh, did you ever listen to it? I already listened to it, okay. yeah. I listened to it when as soon as it came when in. When did this come in? Because I wasn't sure it would. It came in at 10.30. Jesus. I know. Somebody, so I think we mentioned before that we record on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Just just get ready for this. Sit back and relax. Hey, this is Ben McCall. I just want to let you know I've been listening to your little radio show. It's a bunch of liberal Bullshit. Bunch of jibber-jabber bullshit. I want to tell you right now, it's motherfuckers like you that are keeping Mr. Trump, our president, from making America great again. You want my guns, you come and take them, you son of a bitch. And, <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just like that, we got a Trump supporter calling in. Convince, uh, Those are your biggest fans, though, aren't I, they? they I, I, think, I think we're pretty popular Does, with that the That guy's going to love this episode. He's going to, yeah. <laughs> I think he forgot that I'm pro gun. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he forgot that uh, most people are, are probably pro gun. I'm too. strapped right now. Um, My dick. So, Mr. Boone McCall, that's My his base. name. Is. His name is Boone McCall. Uh, Boone McCall. Mr. Boone McCall, 
you will not get any liberal tears from us. Yeah. Go to your safe place if you can't listen to our <laughs> fucking podcast. Go and eat your Papa John's while wearing your New Balance sneakers. <laughs> and your white supremacist hoodies. I love how he said- I'm happy he's angry because he's the kind of people that we aim to hate. Mm-hmm. I, I love how he started off with, I've been listening to your little radio program. <laughs> your little radio show. His grandma goes, what is this program? What is this program? So thanks for calling in, uh, Mr. Boone McCaw. Uh, let's hear what you have to say about your Republican buddies uh, possibly planning 9-11. I'm not saying that's what happened. Oh, yeah. Boone it's McCaw. Give, Patsy. Give us your take on that. Give us your take on if your, your God, your Lord and Savior, George W. Bush. No, it's, it's, it's Donald Trump now. Oh yeah, they switch. They switch quick. Yeah. Did, wait. So did Donald? Did Donald Trump when he was responsible for nine eleven? Oh yeah. Um. A lot of a lot of Republic or uh, uh, cons- or not uh, conservatives actually believe that Obama had a lot to do with nine eleven too. So because they have to, they have to blame him for everything. <laughs> well, of course. So yeah, and also he doesn't look like me, so he's a terrorist. He's a Muslim. Breaking news: I found a document that said that Ronald Reagan. Exactly 50 years before 9-11. No, I don't know. Just, oh, I, can't, I can't keep going with this. Oh, it's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard. Also, the Bushes, going. The Bushes and the Bin Ladens are really close families, too. <sighs> yeah. And when they Bin hang Laden's out, not dead either. Republicans so. are the devils. When they hang out, they call each other the Bush Ladens. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they, they put the reservation at dinner at uh, restaurants. Bush Laden? Bush Laden? Party uh, of 15? Party of 38? All right, so you, we, got some, we got some cool fan stuff that came in, right? Oh, we got an email. <laughs> Ooh, 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 is that blood? Okay, we have an email from one Danny Maza. He says, I'm just upset that Harambe make Harambe face wasn't mentioned. Yeah. Long live the king of the millennials, Milkman Danny. So, yeah, I, I responded to him. I said, you're right. We totally skipped that one. Oh, well, though, that phase is as dead as Harambe himself. Yeah, listen here, you little shit boy. We're not just going to catch every single reference that comes our way, okay? What yeah. do you think this is, the reference show? This is the idiot sin reference show? We're just supposed to know all of your shitbag millennial references? Calm down. It's okay. God. It's, it's people, getting heated. But it's, it's people like you, Bananual. But he's right. Bananual. He's right. Harambe, like it or not, Harambe is... Is essentially king of millennials. Harambe and handlebar mustaches. We're supposed are to the, never forget. You're supposed to never forget, but I've already forgotten because the meme is dead. Uh, I probably, when I was skimming the article, left that out because I'm tired of hearing about Harambe and about his his giant, muscular, veiny, throbbing arms uh, grabbing that kid. And um, yeah, I think I was just trying to help kill the culture. Yep, which I'm okay with. We also had. I'm a, on team people. We also had a review. Oh, on, a review. Yeah. Did you see that also? We had a we review an on iTunes. iTunes. We had an iTunes review. Oh, really? Yeah. So as of this right now, exciting. as of right now on iTunes, we're up to five ratings. Yeah, five whole ratings. Three stars. We <laughs> have we have two three-star ratings. So whichever one of you dicks did it, you're an asshole. Um, and we have one review. It says, uh, good show, guys. Yours truly, Michael Scarn. Four, four stars. stars. He gave us four stars too. <laughs> good was, show, guys. Not was, great though. Yeah. It was a good show. Give us five stars next time, Michael Scarn. So yeah, we uh we're moving up in the world. We're uh, we're becoming you know, the biggest podcast that there ever that there's ever been. You know that uh, that's what actually drove Alexander the Great. His father just kept on telling him it's pretty good. Not great. 
Ah, Pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to go conquer all the seven seas. I think it's because he might have been gay. Oh, lots of gays back then. Mm. Lots of gays. It was cool to be gay then. It was cool. still cool to be gay now. But yeah, we're reverting. He wanted some Egyptian strange. We're, we're, we're reverting back to an age that uh, was generally more acceptable and more more conquery. <laughs> more acceptable and more conquery. <laughs> well, good job. <laughs>